Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Worldwide. Love for life. Turn the book. Turn the good book. To the book of Revelation. Say something about him coming. Him coming. Him coming. Him coming. Your rainbow in the sky About 72 degree weather outside uh, Nobody ever wants to die Cookouts and barbecues going on All kind of folks taking soul from stone Along with this beat, doctor In due time, my friend is Rick and God will win Again and again Heaven's coming so fast, it's running Listen to the angels coming In the dream, nobody paid too much rent Every family had a home Everybody's power turned on you better learn on about this hymn, in him, the angels number way more than Sim. That's me, somebody else come and see. He got power, no money, and damn near everything free. You can even go to Tahiti on a freebie. Just get on that boat, that water, and float up. I'm trying to deal with our mind state. Heaven ain't a world with a motherfucking high crime rate. Niggas out here hustling for crumbs. Don't it feel good when it's somebody that you can get $20 from Without them thinking, it's for some dope Cause I ain't never snorted cocaine or put a needle in my veins It's coming, a seat full of colors Everybody down like brothers, even white motherfuckers Him coming, him coming Him coming, him coming Him coming, him coming, him coming I was the inner city blue I felt plenty of it, the bad news, they seem to love it When they flash what they flash across the screen That damn TV's a powerful scene 95, we say fuck it, went to DC I clicked, took a tour bus, about 25 deep Strange, we didn't pack no heat On the Capitol up here, the million motherfuckers in the street A nigga's eyes had a glare, plus the moon and sun was out Something spiritual in the air Two men will never fully agree, but God loves to see the coming together of the family tree. E E E, feel the magic that I let flee from the hole of my motherfucking dark soul. Heaven is in the middle. I swear I'm trying to put someone down with this motherfucking pistol. Him coming. power has an effect. When we speak, we make music, and when we make music, we weave spells. Spells to cure the soul, spells to cure the whole, 
we become natural born healers. And Lord knows we all need healing. When most people hear the word witch, they think of evil and old ugly women riding broomsticks. But in ancient cultures, the witches were the healers, the shamans. Those who knew the plants of the forest and the power of the words and the powers of the rhythm. Those who knew the rituals that kept the knowledge alive. Some might fear or hate the word witch doctor, but what they really fear and hate is their own ignorance. The time has come for black people to embrace their southern roots without fear. The time has come for them to embrace their spiritual powers without hesitation. We have been taught to hate ourselves and be uncertain of our spirit, our magic. We've been taught to fear the darkness of the night, which is the darkness of our skin. We've been taught to fear the voices in our heads, which are the voices of our ancestors. Indeed, our music is black magic. And the music we create is the music of the past, the present, and the future. The complete cycles of life for the healing of our souls. Amen. This is a dream come true. Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Coach Tyer, and you are now rocking with the best. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wild, Wet, Wonderful ah, Wednesdays. Yes, 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 yes. Some of us call it the hump day where I'm from. We used to have parties in college on Wednesdays called the hump day affair. This shouts out to the class of 1988, Scott Hall, North Carolina A&T. Aggie Pride. Yes, so, um, man, I really appreciate all of y'all for showing up tonight for Coach K Radio and back again to listen in to the coach tonight. Like I said, I've been on the radio for four years, and I've never had a show where it was just for me, just me doing a show. It's always been have a guest, have a, you know, yada, 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 and, you know, this is just something that I wanted to do, new for 2014, and I'm having fun with it already. I really appreciate everybody who's already showed up, for everybody who's going to be coming on later on tonight for all the downloads because people want to hear about what the topic is tonight, sister-wise. Boy, 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 boy. Um, earlier in I, I love how organic my show is because I didn't even have a topic for tonight. I didn't, didn't have a topic. 
um, this topic was requested. And, you know, me, I believe, and uh, even Dr. Nardi on my sometimetry shows that I have the smartest audience he's ever been on. And this is from a quantum physician, a food scientist, a, a, a doctor, and he says, man, your audience is very smart. So when somebody asked me to do something, I was like, I better get up on it. And But it's a topic that I do feel like I know um, quite a lot about. Now, there's a lot I don't know about it because it's got something to do with women. So I do know a lot about women, but there's a whole lot about women that I don't know too. I don't claim to know everything, but I can still be an expert. I do feel that I have had enough experience <laughs> and enough honesty and enough tragedy that I can say, yes, I am an expert. I have overcome some things and seen some things, and I have been, and I have also sat at the feet of some very wise women of all ages, 8 to 80. Um, none of them were blind, no crippled, no crazy, but they were all, they all had some instinctive jewels, jewels, rules, and tools to drop on me and say, go use these and see how these work for you. And this is some of the things I'm going to talk about tonight. Um, this topic is not going to be everything that's around sister-wise, but it's going to be about relationships, period. You know, when you talk about sister-wise, you're talking about more than one wife in a household to one man. Now, I know some of y'all is out here saying, well, what about the woman? Can she have more than, can she have more than one, one, um, one husband? Well, if you were to ask about the show and be willing to come on and talk about it, I'll do it. I don't have any problem with it. And to set the record straight, I don't care if a woman has as many husbands as she wants. It doesn't bother me. Now, because whatever you do in your life, whether you got multiple husbands, multiple wives, whether you are homosexual or lesbian, bisexual, I don't have no time to be judging you. I don't make any money off of judging you. I'm here to help everybody. I'm here to uplift fallen humanity and help this earth get better and heal. I need people to understand that we're not even from here. We're from the sun, but we're going to be distracted to getting back to our proper place in the universe and in this galaxy if we keep on having petty disagreements and not understanding how to do basic relationships. You know, it's really not that big a deal. If you don't like this particular topic about sister wives, you ain't got to call in, you ain't got to listen. If you have a dissenting opinion, man, I want to hear it. You can press 1 if you're listening in to the, to the show online. 347-205-9089. If you want to put something in the chat room, don't get too carried away tonight. If you don't see the chat room, just refresh your screen because I opened it up late and you will see the chat room right there. Um, but tonight I wanted to address this topic. Um, it is a topic that, like I said, was requested, but it's also close to my heart. And I wanted to just explain, you know, why it's close to my heart and what are some of the what are some of the things that influences me to say I can do a show like this and give people some worthwhile information? Um, when I was when I was little, I come from a monogamous household that didn't last long. Uh, my mother and father were divorced, but before they got divorced, they were Floyd Mayweather and Roy Jones. Boy, they loved to fight. And 
this was this was early, early, early on. They was fighting, mean mugging. You know, I mean, abusive. But this is this is like seventy eight, seventy nine. So it wasn't all this technology, and we was in the country. We wasn't we weren't in like a place where it was a big city or whatever. And I'm not saying that it only happens in the country or it doesn't happen in the country, but you know, for me, I didn't have I didn't see anything else like this going on, you know, in any of my friends' household. But I see the results because I'm a firm believer in hindsight is 20. And so as I grew up, my parents got divorced. I stayed with my father. And big shots out to Arthur Lee Carter, you know, a super a super champion. It's awesome, baby! Big shots out to my mama, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Audrey Marie Hillier, she's a champion too. It's awesome, baby! Now, am I disappointed in them because they ain't know how to communicate and keep a dynasty together? Yes, I am. Uh, I done forgave both of them. I had a grudge, like, for a long, long time towards both of them for what I call ruining the family. My daddy didn't cheat on my mama. They just had disagreements over religion, to tell you the truth, and then it just went on from there. But there probably was some other aspects, but that ain't what I'm here to get into too deep on that. But I have to have show some transparency about where I come from. Excuse me. Um while I'm talking about this particular situation and what led me to it. So I grew up in a single-parent household, even though I would see my mother um, on some some weekends. But I also, what, what, what shrouded me was how they played this very vicious game of playing chess and checkers with the children, all right? And so I never got to see love and compassion inside the household. Never saw that. My mother never remarried. My father never remarried. So I never even saw how to bounce back. So I saw avoidance, and I saw um, uh, machoism and 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 um, very. Um, <clears throat> my father was a womanizer. You know, some people say he was a womanizer, um, but that's who he was, and I respect who he was, and my experience is all the more better because I bounced back from that and decided later on in my life that I wasn't going to go through that. Really about nine years old, I was on my knees praying. This was before my little brother was born. And I told God, I, well, no, my brother was one at that time. And they was in there just fighting, fighting, fighting. And I was like, yo, God, I ain't going through this. I'm not going through this. And people now look at me and say, well, yo, you're in your 40s and you're still single. Because if I see any potential that it's going to be some fighting or it's going to be some rocking of the boat or disturbing my peace, I'd rather do it on my own. Now, I'd rather do it on my own and go through some bullshit and be going through, um, you know, some conflict. And I understand where conflict comes from in dealing with women's past. I also understand where conflict comes from in dealing with men's <clears throat> non, not being educated on how to communicate about certain things. So I'm going to recommend a lot of books tonight, maybe a couple, 
um, that helped mold me that I took and I went and practiced the, some of the things I read. And one of them was Shaharazad Ali's book, both of them, uh, Black Man's Guide to Understand the Black Woman and Black Woman's Guide to Understand the Black Man. <clears throat> and one of the things that she stressed was since the end of what we call slavery or kidnapping, there has been no education for how to communicate in relationships for black people because we are still a tangible asset, period. Everybody wants to know how to make get some money out of our black asses, okay? And then the second thing was the black woman to this day has not put any thought whatsoever into the healing of the black man's heart, which is what Tantra really is. A lot of you listeners out here, Oh, Tantra's the orgasm and Tantra's sexual liberation and all that. I don't agree. I don't agree. And I got the science to back it up. For women, Tantra's about healing the man's heart. Can you get in there behind all all that calcified hurt, injury, and harm and heal his heart? Do you want to, you know? And do you need help? Can you do it by yourself? Which is one of the things that led to this conversation tonight that we're about to have, very candid and very open type conversation. Um, but black, did you know that black men were uh, homosexually molested by white slave masters while they were in slavery? See, everybody always tells the story that black woman was raped and got pregnant, and that's where the light-skinned people came from in the mixing of the race. Well, what about the white slave masters who came down and raped black men? See, that story hasn't been told yet, not in the public, but it happened, all right? And then right after, that's an emotional scar. I look at children who go through torture, you know, go through sexual molestation or sexual abuse and how they grow up. Well, here it is. Now, back in the 1800s, how do you think these people felt? It was just straight shame, and it just went on for generations, and it was never addressed. It was never addressed. And it was almost like, you know, men can feel abandoned just like women can. So tonight we're going to set the record straight. You know, we're not created equal. I don't want to, I don't even want to put that out there. To me, that's the biggest bunch of bullshit out there. We breathe the same and we both have urine and feces and our blood, we got white blood cells and red blood cells and two ears and two eyes and one mouth. But probably after that the shit the shit is over. Like women have a different breathing pattern than men. Women have their reproductive organs located in a different area of the body than men do. So they react to different things in different ways because they are anatomically built differently. Women have a vagina that is a receiver. It doesn't protrude. And I understand that the penis is an elongated, elongated clitoris. Science tells us that the woman was here first, not Adam and Eve. She's the original nurturer, all right? And due to her particular needs and desires and also the evolution of the cell, she designed the penis in a man 
through certain scientific cloning processes. If you're not aware of it, do your research. Um, but the but the penis protrudes. You know what I'm saying? It extends. It's a penetrating. So it's a it's a young material. So tonight, for those of you keeping notes, I want you to write down and have a column because I want to describe lanes for males and females. So in the female lane, I want you to write down the word magnet. And for the male lane, I want you to write down the word electricity. For the female lane, I want you to write the word yin, Y-I-N, and write down the word for men, yang. So you got electricity and yang, not yang, but yang, Y-A-N-G, and then you got um, magnetism or magnets and yin. So you can put water over there on that side, and you can put fire over on the other side for men. I know some of y'all say, oh, this shit is elementary. I already know this. Yeah, but you never set it down and laid it down in order in order to build something on top of it to go further into it. So we're going to use these basics tonight as we have this particular conversation, but we're going to mix in some historical facts, all right, and some scientific facts. And I'm going to do my best to leave my emotions and my um, energies out of it. Now, also, I'm going to say this because I'm going to address, there's a lot, well, not a lot, but I've been in relationships in the past where I express publicly that I support uh, polygamous, polyamorous, multiple wives, multiple husbands, relationships where a woman would attempt to be in a relationship with me and she says, yo, I want to be full-blown monogamous. And I say, yo, I don't mind being monogamous, but monogamy does not mean I don't love all women. I'm a soldier. If you understand the gender harmonics written by Kenya K. Stevens and Rakim Sekou of Juju Mama and the Progressive Love Movement, then there's some information that you're missing. It's okay. If you want me to send it to you, shoot me an email or go to my website, coachkair.com, and then click on Leave a Note for Coach and put in gender harmonics. I got something for you for free. I always got something because I'm always wanting to teach and educate, not necessarily for so somebody can be with me, but so your family and your children don't go have don't have to go through the bullshit that I went through, that my sister went through, that my little brother went through. Did you know that due to how my parents came up and the disparity between our household, that when my father died, my little brother didn't even show up. He didn't even come to the he didn't even come to the funeral. And I and I felt a certain kind of way. I feel a different kind of way about that um, currently, but I don't put that on him. I put that on my mom and daddy for not acting like they had some damn sense. And a lot of women and a lot of men out here and how they deal in relationships act like they ain't got no damn sense. And they get into and they are so fucking greedy, not selfish. Write this word on the side. Selfish means self-care. Nothing wrong with taking care of yourself and being selfish. But when some when people are so fucking greedy, parents who have children who can't think beyond their own primal needs to control somebody, to want to be a control freak, 
And that's a man can be a control freak and a woman can be a control freak. You fuck up your children. I'm, I want to be very clear. You fuck up your children when you do that and you don't have any type of long-range thought on nothing like that. And then instead of thinking about children, all you come in and you say, well, you know, i got to be monogamous because um, I really can't share you with somebody else, so I'm scared I'm going to get a disease or all this ridiculous-ass selfish shit. When you forgot that you are a living soul, you are a living soul that keeps coming back to the planet over and over and over again, getting body after body after body after body. You act like this is the first and last time you came to the planet. So I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to be identifying some people who this whole topic of sister wives is not for. If you have a Christian mentality of death do you part, um, I own your nuts, your dick, your penis, I own your pussy and your breasts and your sexuality, and I own your mind, this show is not for you. The same for you. The same for you. Um, jealousy. You know, jealousy is like a um, jealousy is really like a human. It's like one of the worst of human traits. Most animals don't have it. You never seen a, a jealous. Um, you know, you seen people want some attention. Like you rubbing one dog on the stomach and the other dog run over and want to be petted too. Yeah, but you don't see like jealousy in animals like you see in human beings that go to the point of killing one another stalking one another. I want to talk about sister wives tonight as a means for those who it can work with. Not everybody. It can't work with everybody. I'm going to tell you straight up. But for those who it can work for, there ain't shit wrong with it. And for me, I really like the forward thinking of most women who are in a sister wife relationship or are willing to explore a sister-wife relationship because they're thinking long-range about their lineage. They're thinking about their children. They're thinking about long-term, like the Chinese and the Mexicans. They think generational-wise. They don't think year. They don't live check to check, okay? Um, For the brothers, let me address this who are like, yeah, boy, that's right, put me up on the, put me up on the sister wives coach, you know what I'm saying, because I can give me some, listen, if you, don't, if you don't study and you don't respect people and you just want some more pussy on the side or you just want something just to keep you interested or something like that, this ain't for you either. You know why? Because you can't go around and just abuse people and not, you're not thinking long range either. You're just as dumb. I mean, women are smarter than men anyway. So when you say something like that, you spend a lot of time trying to connive and yada, 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 then you're just as bad yourself. Now, um, I want to address one more field of women that I have personally um, dealt with. When I mention they come in and... It's all about, well, let me see where he's at. Like, ladies, why are you doing that? If a man tell you where he's at, why don't you worry about where you at? Why don't you get yourself together and be who you are and be true to who you are and then practice some tolerance versus coming in and saying, 
this has happened to me personally. Well, a woman will come in and say, well, he says he he um he doesn't have a problem with polyamorous, but I want to be monogamous, and he says he can be monogamous. So I'm going to test him. I'm going to test him and see. I'm going to see how many women he talked to. I'm going to see if I get more attention than I than other women get. You know what? Thank you for that raggedy-ass experience, you know, because you, you wasted both our times. You wasted both our times because we're not together no more. You understand? You could have spent that time that you was testing me finding somebody who was real with you who wanted to be what you wanted to be. But ladies, I noticed that some ladies, not all ladies and not y'all, but some women will waste time trying to test somebody to see what they're going to do versus being true to themselves. And men too, let me test this woman and see. I can't speak on that though because I ain't never done that. When you come in and you tell me what what you are and what you are about, then I'm gonna take it for face value, and then you switch up, and then some other, and a hidden agenda pops up. Then I say, Ah, I see you. You've been exposed. You're not who you say you was. I've been in a relationship was where a sister, at the very end, she says, You know what? I'm not really into. I mean, came to me and was like, Oh, I want a boyfriend. You can have a girlfriend. Da 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 da, da. and then. When we were about to break up, she says, I lied. I just wanted to be with you. I just I just wanted to be with you. I I thought I could change you. Oh my goodness. Are you talking about somebody who was furious? So I, so this so, so this this show talking about sister wives, like I said, is it's so much bigger than that, but it's the angle that I want to enter into the conversation. So we don't go around hindering ourselves or other people's lives, as we say in the streets, fucking with people. Don't fuck with other people. See what I'm saying? Keep it 100. Do you. If you are got the intention on saying, I want to change this person, or yada, 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 then just leave them alone. Or just interact with them honestly and say, I'm interacting with you temporarily, but long term, I'm not able to change. Is that so hard? That's why I love the whole sister-wife thing because there's so much honesty in the household. So if you're taking notes and you say, what's the number one thing I need to know about being a sister-wife? You need to be able to be honest and come clean. I didn't say make a bunch of confessions. Let me be very clear. There's a huge gap between honesty and confessions. If nobody asks you, then I don't want to know. I don't go around wanting to know all your business. But I want to know the truth when you open your mouth and when you speak up for yourself. But you don't have to, you know, go through all that confession because I ain't getting ready to go through all that confession. And most men not getting ready to go through all that confession. You know, we're looking for a healer. Me, I tell you up front, I'm looking. If you can heal my heart, I ain't going nowhere. If there's two women that want to heal my heart, why would I choose and say, well, one over the other? That don't make sense to me. Now, if I'm very, 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 very happy, then I could whatever the situation is, I'm in it more for happiness more than numbers. And at times, then as I'm single, 
I've never seen my parents in a loving relationship. I've never stayed in a household where I saw a loving relationship. So, ladies, when you approach a man and you look at his background and he's not performing like your kin from Barbie or like you or like you saw your mom and daddy do, then you have to have some tolerance. You have to be the nurturer to say, yo, let me assist what's going on here from the potential that I saw. There's some type of magnetic quality there. And that's why I said, you know what? The sister wife thing is um is something that's real, real special. Because I have been in a household, not like raised in it, but I visited in a household where there was a successful sister wife arrangement being lived. And it was awesome. But the first thing they had, everyone was so honest. Sister wives are honest. They have to be honest with themselves first at all times, and then they have to be honest with the people that are also in the relationships. That means the other wives and the other and the and the men that they're in in, in relationships with. Now, why would they call the term sister wives? Because they treat each other with the respect of sisters. Now, everybody on the planet Earth ain't gonna get along 24 hours a day, but I'm not going to try to bring harm to my sister or my brother that's in my family. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that sister wives are bisexual or lesbians or they want to sleep to, uh, with one another. Most polygamous or polyamorous relationships, well, most polygamous relationships, the women are heterosexual. Now, times are changing and the numbers are changing. And things are going, things are differently, but I don't have the numbers to say. But I personally do know of some polygamous and some polyamorous relationships where the women are bisexual. And that's fine, but it works because of the honesty. All right? Now, I want to talk about pros and cons because that was a part of the dialogue I wanted to open up. And I have some guests on the line. If you were one of my guests that you're supposed to be coming on, I want you to go ahead and press 1 right now so I can get ready to bring you up in a second. I just want to see who's already on the call. And I want to thank you ahead of time for coming in and joining and lending um, what you have to say. And if you just have a comment and you want to, you know, you want to come in, if I don't really want just the comments to come in yet. I want my guests to come in first and express what they want to share, and then I want the people to come in who have comments, all right? So um, pros and cons was the was the subtitle on this, on this show. And I said, which are you? So some people say, oh, pros and cons, the high sides and the low sides. And then I say pros and cons, are you a professional or are you a con artist? And I want to expose the con artist. The only way you can save a mark is to educate him. The mark is the person getting conned. You're getting, there's, a, there's a con man and there's the mark. The only way you can beat the con man is to train the mark or educate the mark on what's going on and turn him into a professional. He ain't got to be a professional con man, but he got to know the truth and know the game that's going on. The professional doesn't have to play a game. He just notices the game, all right? And then he's successful because he has righteous intent. And he's doing things on the what? Up and up. A professional does things on the up and up and keeps the contract, keeps his word when they're doing something. The con man is greedy. 
shiftless, lazy, trying to do, you know, some old, some old slick shit, which in the end, you're going to lose out anyway. All right. I also want to say um, big ups to the village down in Charlotte. You know, I want to say big ups to the Progressive Love family. I want to say big ups to everybody doing relationships currently right now and just listening in and they're in a happy relationship, whether it's a monogamous relationship or whether it's in a um, a multiple relationship or poly relationship or sister-wife, whatever. Big shouts out to the women who got more than one man. You know, they got multiple boyfriends or multiple kings in their life or multiple guys in their life, big ups. You know, you need to be having a show and you need to be teaching and if you want to come on and voice your opinion on how you're doing your thing, like I said, I don't have anything against it. I just noted that a lot of, this is off topic, this is real quick, women who often want to get more than one man, they're not pros, they're cons. They really just got high sexual appetites and piss poor communication skills and they're hiding out under the guise of being polyamorous or poly something or being open. When that's really not what they want to do, they just got a high sexual appetite and they a con and they and, and they got all type of men mixing them together and they're doing it for their own personal satisfaction, trying to get even with what men did, where the man can do it, I can do it. If that's why that you don't that you want many husbands, then you I don't really have that kind of respect for you. I was getting ready to call you a name, but it definitely is not that intelligent because you're playing with a whole different vibration. But if you're doing it just because men can do it, that's stupid. That, that's childish and tit for tat. Just like as if a man wants to have many women because he saw JoJo had many women or he saw the Muslim imam had many women. He just wanted to do it because he did it. That's childish and immature, and you a dumbass yourself, okay? So I'm putting that out there. So now back to the topic at hand, pros and cons and sister-wives. To be a pro and a pro of being in a relationship where there's more than one woman is everyone is being honest. I want to stress that out first, 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 first. Everybody's being honest. Next, there's more magic in the household with more than one woman. Woo! Now, every time I say something like that, I just feel a woman who may be attracted to me thinking, oh, that's what you want, that's what you want. Shut up. All I'm telling you is the scientific facts of it. It doesn't mean that's what I want. I can talk about um, pros and cons of homosexuality, but it don't mean that's what I want. No. I'm talking about just this tonight as a scientist and a teacher, but nobody didn't ask me... I, I choose happy. I choose happy over monogamy and polyamory or polygamy or sister-wives, whatever's going to make me happy. And I feel that that's what people should be going for. Go for what makes you happy. If you ain't happy, leave that shit alone. But if it makes you happy and it works for you, then that's what you should be shooting for. So me personally, it really don't matter what I promote. Guess why? Because I, I don't have a girlfriend, I'm not married. So what does it matter what I think, whether I'm monogamous or whether I'm polyamorous? I'm not in a relationship 
because I don't have a person who stepped up to the plate to keep me happy or that is going to allow, not going to violate my happiness because I believe I'm responsible for my happiness. And I think a partner in a relationship should come in and be a compliment, a compliment. And if it's more than one wife that comes in and compliments my happiness, no problem. If another man is coming in complimenting her happiness, no problem. Because happiness makes more money. You're spiritually more at rest. All of these, all of these things, man. You evolve better. We came down here to grow. We didn't come down here to be in every other relationship or talk shit about people and put them down. What are you honest before you even enter a relationship in the first place? Now, you men who don't tell your wife that your feelings. Um, come see coach. Come get some coaching from somebody about how to be honest. Go talk to the Mooney twins. Come talk to Coach Kyrie. Come talk to Rakim Sekou. Talk to somebody who knows how to be honest about it. Um, ladies, it's a, it's a tough subject for you all because a lot of times you are sexually frustrated and you want to get into these particular scenarios. Please make sure your motives are pure. Make it for thinking long range. Make it for I want to uplift the family. Make it for the more magnetism that we mix with this man's electricity, the more this household is going to thrive. And I want to move quickly to a point that I make that a lot of people overlook in relationships and where it gets totally wrecked, totally wrecked, is you got your mind strictly on sex. You got your mind in the lower chakra, and that's it. Sex is important in a relationship. It's lovely. But is it more important in growth? Is it more important in God? Is it more important in the business of relationships? So what do you think is the correct percentage that will keep you balanced? The correct percentage is 80-20. Write this down. Uh, Good, functioning, healthy relationship is 80% business and 20% love. And I mean the business of paying the mortgage, paying the lights, planning for vacations, putting groceries in the refrigerator, sending children to school, buying them clothes, um, investing in passive streams of income, going to workshops. That's the business part. Anybody can just lay down and have sex, or I can have a feeling of, emotional attachment and connectivity to you that doesn't need the same attention that the business does. Now, it does need some concentrated attention. That's why I say it cannot be less than 20%. If it dips less than 20, then it can't, it, it can't stay less than 20 too, so, too, too long. If you go to 90-10, well, you better hurry up and get back to 80-20. At the same token, if the loving starts getting to like 30% and the business is at 70%, Write this down. Please be in the millions. I'm going to say that again. Please be in the millions. If your combined household is less than 60 grand a year and you're trying to do 50-50 love and 50% love and 50% business, you ain't going to leave no legacy for your children on the monetary side. If that's something that you're not interested in, then okay. But me, what my personality is in, I want to be like the Rothschilds and the Kennedys, and I want to be like my family of old. 
I'm I'm going to be like the Black Wall Street, where they left money for generations to come after them, where those people had where those people had a chance. Why would I want to leave nothing for for my generation? Because I was oh I was so caught up in where the dick was going to be or who was hitting the pussy or stuff like that. And the child, I sat there and showed that to them. And they learned what they saw, and then they repeated it, and it became a generational curse. I feel that sister wives can help solve a part of the generational curse in knowing how to treat one another in a relationship. Women need to see other women respecting a man. Somebody out there is saying, so what about, what do, don't you need to treat a man respecting a woman? Can I get to that? See, that's the person who's just argumentative all the time, just looking for shit to say, that I, you know, looking for flaws in, what I'm, in my argument. Of course they need to see the man, but guess what? The man ain't the magnet. The man ain't the first teacher. And the man will follow that if he sees it and he trusts it. But it's got to be authentic. And it'll be authentically accepted because it'll be God-enforced. To me, a strong sister-wife relationship is based heavily on her relationship with the creator because she trusts that the man is going to respond in accord to her doing the right thing. Now, listening to the media, there's so much evidence out there that this shit won't work. Well, most people who have these type of successful relationships with sister-wives, they keep their mouth shut because they understand there's so many confused people out here who just want to attack for no reason. So I said, I want to talk and say, yes, I support the institution of sister-wives where the wife has a very... Um, integral part, probably 80% of it. For me, being in a monogamous relationship, I'd be ridiculously happy. Then my wife came to me one day and was like, you know, I see so-and-so checking you out. And, you know, I think, you know, as far as the business and us expanding and we need some help around here, shit, you know, what do you think about that? I ain't got no problem because I understand this. Brothers, you better write this right here down. And sisters, you can write this down because some of y'all forgot too. Happy wife, happy life. See, that's what's going to determine for me. If my woman ain't happy, then I ain't, then she ain't going to let me be happy and my household ain't going to be happy and my kingdom ain't going to be happy. So why would I even entertain the thought of rocking the boat? And if she's happy enough to keep me happy, then I'm straight. The incident that I was in, the relationship I was in, was in a in a in an open relationship where we were, like, living together. My queen had a boyfriend, and I didn't have a girlfriend. We were free to do that, but I didn't have an actual girlfriend to a boyfriend. I loved it. He could sing. He could play the guitar. He was tall. <laughs> she got all of that. I can't play the guitar. I can't sing. But I know Tantra. I know energy healing work. I know astrology. I know a whole lot of stuff that that brother didn't know. And we were a good compliment. Me and him got along fine. Both of us were Tauruses. 
it was cool. So I didn't have a problem with that, but it wasn't no tit for tat. Like I wasn't like, oh, she got a partner. I need to go get one. I was so happy with her being happy. I was happy. That's all I was. That's all I was in it for being happy. Now, I'm a flirt, and I love women, but it wasn't no, oh, well, let me add one just because you got one. At that particular time in my life, there was no other woman that could match up with the sister that I was with, period. And if she would have came and said, you know, here's another sister that I want to bring in, I'd have been like, is she going to make you happy? Is that going to be cool with you? And she would say, yeah. I'd have been like, all right. That didn't happen. So, hey, I'm, I ain't crying over spilled milk, but I understand that there has to be some happiness with the woman, and she needs to decide what's going to make her happy. And sometimes happiness has got to be some sacrifices. If you say that being in a monogamous relationship is going to make you happy, and then you try to link up with a man who's insistent upon being with other women, then you made the wrong choice in the first place. There you go, you know, wasting your time. There's a lot of monogamous men out here that are looking for you, you know. You see the qualities in that man that you want, and you want to keep that all for yourself. And not only do you want to keep all that for yourself, not only is that greedy as hell, but you don't even respect who that person is as a, as a, as a being. That's terrible. But as far as a working relationship with the sister wives where it's popping, man, I love it. The children get more attention. The children get more nurturing. And when you heal the man's heart, he can go out there and work even harder. And it's a team effort out there. There's more eyes watching everything that's going on. If you feel that there's going to be less for you because there's more people added into the relationship, then you are already poverty-stricken and cannot be helped, and there's nothing for you. Sister-wives have abundant mindsets. That's what attracts me to them. I like it. Woo-wee! Because they know it better be some romance. I remember my man DNA told me one time, he said, um, he said I ain't really stressed about a person uh, taking my woman, but my goodness, can you add it to the bank account? Can you add something to our bank account? So that is like super, 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 super critical. You know, what what is the what is the um what is the person adding to the business aspect? It ain't that hard for you to have a magnetic quality attract a magnetic attraction to someone else's qualities where you fall in love with someone. You see that all the time. The reason there's so much war in the world is because everybody got so many fucking limitations on how people can love. Straight bullshit. Oh, you got to have a limit. And for one, it comes from religious ideology, one. Then it comes, two, from a lot of people being scared to try new shit. And they live from a lack mentality. Ain't going to be enough. Ain't going to be enough for me. Let me raise my hand and scream on you ladies for a second. Some of y'all, well, I've heard, excuse me, I've heard some women say, I can't be in a relationship with no sister wife because of my sexual appetite. You're a fucking liar. You're sitting out here lying to men on Facebook and everybody else to act like 
you need to have sex every day of the week, four times a week. You can, but that's what prostitutes do too. You don't need that much damn sex. Cut that shit out. And most of you who saying that, you ain't had dick in six to ten to twelve months or more than a year, and you sexually frustrated and sexually constipated, talking about what you wouldn't do. But why you ain't having sex now? Why you ain't got one man that you having sex with? You ain't got yourself together enough to find that one person who's gonna do all that for you. But then you talking shit about somebody else in a in a in a in a in a system that's been going on. I want to put this in there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Man, all the ancient kingdoms and all the successful villages had it going on like this. Don't get caught up in what you see about suppressed women with the robe in one country and one sect of Islam. You're a dumbass if you're just trying to just throw that up there like, but what about this? What about your happiness, though? What about the people who are doing this successfully? Congratulate them. That's why I say celebrate the successful. Sister Wise, celebrate the successful. And guess what happens when you celebrate successful people? You get more success in your life. The universe is like, I always can supply. How do you think you can get in a relationship and the universe ain't going to continue to supply? Oh, man. Like for me, that's why I just want happiness. I'm not going to put a restriction on my happiness and say it's got to come from one woman. Or four, six, eight women. I ain't gonna say that because the Creator know better than me. If I'm in a situation where I'm being monogamous, I'm gonna show out. If I'm in a situation where I'm being with sister wives, I'm gonna show out. I think more men should prepare for both. I think women should prepare for both. Don't not be in a relationship because you ain't in a poly relationship. I can't do monogamy because I, you know, I got to have another man. Shut you, 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 you confused. You confused like your mental is not popping off right. That's crazy. Like, do start where you are now in a relationship. Open up the communications about what you really want. And this is the part I really got to harp in on though. You women who are snakes, do not sneak into a man's mind just so you can later throw that shit in his face about, oh, see, you want to you wanna fuck so-and-so, so now I can, I really, oh, okay, okay, why? Well, see, I, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. You are a fucking detriment to the community because you're injuring that man when you could have just left him the fuck alone. You could have just left them alone. But you had to go in there and try to change somebody. You ain't got to go in there and change nobody. You could easily, like I say, go do, go, you, you could go do an astrological uh, chart, just like they do in India. See, in India, they got a 4% uh, rate of divorce. We got 80 and 90% rate over here. Why we got a divorce rate? Because... We linking up for the wrong damn reasons. Hmm. Now I have my eyes closed and I'm over here just watching and just a lot of stuff just channeling down to me. I want to uh, pause myself because I got some people on the line real special that I want to bring on real quick um, before 
I uh, continue and open up the call for, like, comments, questions, and feedback. Uh, 727, I see you. 704, you up. I, I got to bring you in. 336, I see you. 323, I see you. But first, I'm bringing in um, caller from the 260. This, um, this young lady was the inspiration for the show tonight, and I asked her to come on and um, express herself about the topic of sister wives and how she feels about it as well. So I want you all to go ahead and please uh, give a big round of applause to my guest tonight, Sandy. It's awesome, baby! Thank you, Sandy, for joining the show tonight. I appreciate you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you tonight? You know, I'm blessed by the best and too sexy to be stressed. Um, and I hope I haven't ran too many people off tonight by some of the things I've been saying. No, actually, they were all right on point and needed to be said. All right, now. All right. Well, um, I want you to um, tell the listening audience, you know, what is it about Sister Wise that... Um, made you even think to ask for me to do this as a topic tonight and your views on Sister Wives? Well, first off, um, the dynamic of that whole unit can do nothing but benefit everyone involved, financially, emotionally, spiritually. If people are open-minded enough to accept it, um, and it's like you said before, everyone has to be honest about where they are in life. And if they are mature enough to grow in that relationship. So I am what you would call the professional. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah, so I do believe that if we um, look back over our history, like you said, um, with our ancestors, the the village grew constantly with the man being the leader and the um, spiritual guider in the household. But we, as women, black women, have to get over this damn jealousy. And until then, it's not going to work for a lot of women. Now you talk. That's a that's a very that's a very key point about um, one of the things that, to me, that's that would be pretty much mandatory, and I think that has caused a lot of um, reluctancy in this topic is to let a man lead you fully, you have to come in with some degree of submission. And some women are just allergic to the word submission. What do you have to say about that? Because they're not comfortable with themselves. Mm. Mm. And are there some things that Maybe some men who are listening to the show tonight may um, may need to know about what are some of the causes 
of women not being comfortable with themselves or what are some suggestions that you can make to the ladies? Since we already see it's, a, it's an issue with somebody, what are some of the suggestions that women can make? Um, like I said, they need to be honest and start practicing radical honesty. What are some of the suggestions that you can make where women could start to become more comfortable with themselves? First of all, they need to find out who they are. Research yourself. Spend quiet time alone. You don't have to be involved with and in everything. When you're able to spend that quiet time alone, your spirit will tell you who you are, where you are, where you need to be, that guidance. And once you get that and learn to meditate, you are on your way to openness. And when you get that openness, then you're happy. You can't bring happiness to someone else until you're happy. And then you attract those people. Those are the rules. (laughs) Now, somebody is listening or may listen to this or maybe they didn't call in because they didn't want to hear this because two things that's one of the big things that women, women will say, I ain't sharing no man and I don't want to catch nothing. What do you have to say about that? In all honesty, with the shortage of black men that we have, you're sharing your man anyway, be it, uh-huh. be it physically or mentally, because he's conversing with another female about issues that he's having at home, or he's engaging with another female because you're not giving him what he needs, because you're always bitching about something. So, I mean, it's happening, whether you want to admit it or not. Now, you brought up a good point, and I'm going and I'm gonna give the ladies some game right now. Do you mind if I give the women some game? Have we need it? Well, um, men want something, ladies, more than money and coochie and power. Exactly. Do any of you ladies out right here know what the one thing is that we want and that we will reward? We will reward this if we can get it. It's peace. It's one of the number one, like you said, when you said the word bitching. See, bitching is the opposite of peace. So you're wondering where the man, you know, he went over there and had sex with her and that's what made him leave me. He cheated on me. He didn't cheat on he didn't cheat on you. And so it, and if you say, Well, where's my piece at? That means you're in a tit for tat relationship. You don't have to learn who will be the bigger person first. If you're the woman and you're the first nurturer, then you're gonna have to be the bigger person first and say, What is it that you need to be more peaceful? How can I bring you more peace? I promise you on everything I love. I know men way better than I know women. We ain't going nowhere when we got a peaceful situation at home. We can be dead broke, living check to check. As long as we're peaceful, we ain't going nowhere. Or we can have all the money in the world and not have peace, and we'll sit out here and we'll try to go somewhere. And we're trying to find peace. We're trying to find P-E-A-C-E in a P-R-E-C-E. You understand? And then you say, well, I did all this for you and I stood behind you for all this and I supported you. 
and you over there messing with that girl in the projects? Yeah, because she came in and gave him something that you refused to give him. So I'm going to give you the lockdown formula. Give your man peace. You're giving him hell, he's going to go look for peace somewhere else because we have to have it. We have to have it. Women, I hate to, I, no, I don't hate to say it. I don't hate to say nothing. Y'all are more violent than we are. Y'all are the killers on the planet. Look at the lionesses hunting. Lions don't hunt. Women sometimes can get real vicious. So women ain't necessarily looking for peace as they primary. That's why I told y'all at the beginning of the show we're not equal. Women want choices. And a lot of time when you brothers try to be a control freak and shut down her choices, that's when she goes somewhere else. She goes somewhere because the brother gave her some freedom. See, we don't both want the same thing. Women don't want peace like we want it, and we don't want freedom like women want it. Women try to say, oh, I don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to be left out there. I want security. I want money in the bank. You just want choices. You just name a bunch of choices that you want. Because at the bottom, you can't, at the bottom of the, of the, of the, at, the at the end of the day, you got to have a, an order. Like you put your socks on before you put your shoes on. You don't just jump up out of bed and walk to no, slide to no machine like the Jetsons and you dressed. It doesn't operate like that. So, brothers, let your woman have choice. Give her some choices. Ladies, give your man some peace because that's what the quote-unquote other woman is doing. But I don't really believe in the word cheating or nothing like that because you never really break up with nobody. Because if you engaging in your mind with another person, even if you've been married for 35 years and you love Idris Ibaba or whatever his name is or Denzel Washington or 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 somebody or a football player. The thought precedes the act. So if you had a dream about you having sex with somebody and it won't your husband, shit you already done done to do. But we don't look at it like that. We, we you can't, you can't control it because it's too powerful. It's creative energy. You only can you like they say Michael Jordan. We can't stop it. We only want to try to harness it or control it. And you can't control it, but there's so much. Know to so much of an extent, so that's the bull right there, uh, Sandy. I hope that I hope that was helpful for you and all the ladies and all the brothers that was listening. What do you think? Much appreciated. Yes, much Absolutely. appreciated. I'm yes. so happy that you came in. I, I'm just very ecstatic that you gave me this topic tonight. And uh, <laughs> I see in the chat room, my cousin said, "Just making it easy for the cleanup woman," you know. It's making it easy for the cleanup woman. She just come in there and say, oh, you look frustrated. Let me give you a little bit of peace. And sure enough, he be you know, over there and brought his whole check over there. And by the time he get home, he's like, he ain't got no money. I know because he done dropped it over there where it was peaceful. He took care of that. Now, she may not even really love him, but she may need to get some bills paid. And in order for her to get some bills paid, she exchanged some peace for some money. Lord, have mercy. It was that simple. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. My my my. Okay, I'm a, um I'm gonna leave you on the line, Sandy, while I bring in um a couple more of my guests. Is that okay? You gonna rock with me? Yeah, that's good. All right, cool. Uh, let me open up the first line here. Um, caller calling from the. Well, matter of fact, let me. I'm gonna run to a song real quick so I can check to see who's on the line, and um, we're gonna be. Like right back. Like I probably won't even play 
a whole this whole joint. This is my man Witch Doctor though. I don't know if y'all know anything about this. So we will be right back in probably about two minutes. Y'all hold yourself. Peace. What is a ritual? A ritual is a ritual something is that every man do every around man his house or any time of the day. Every man got his own ritual that he does to keep himself alive. Music is my ritual. The language you speak, is that part of the ritual? What's that? The language you speak, is that part of the ritual? That is the ritual. Talking about sister wives, the pros and the cons, which are you? Boy, this thing is getting heated around here. I'm glad everybody could join me. Thanks a lot. If you need to get in on this conversation, all you got to do is call in 347-205-9089 and press 1. The show is sponsored tonight by CoachKyer.com. I got a free gift over there for you. All you got to do is go to the website, put in your name and your email address, and get that free gift, dollars won't you? Because if we're talking about sister wives, you better have some money in the household circulating around there to be able to do some things and make something pop off. You can't just be, I ain't even got to the financial aspect yet of having some sister wives because we ain't going for this broke shit, you know what I'm saying? And just living on welfare. To me, sister wives, here I go again, I may be opinionated, but if you scientifically do it right, you can bring your ass right off of welfare and food stamps. 
to me, it's the answer. It's the answer. You come out off of welfare and food stamps or assisted living or whatever. If it's done properly, not as, and I'm a, what's his name? Whatever that clown is out there in Chicago squatting in them houses, he want a whole bunch of wives and put all of them on, on food stamps and, and, and public assistance. King Noble, you clown. Yeah, I said it, and I wish you Man, you was a clown, and you were a sorry-ass representative for a man and a leader in community. You was a punk, and I said it on my show, you know what I'm saying? And I could get even more nasty, but I got women and maybe some children on here. But King Noble, you a punk, and y'all can go tell him I said so to his face because I know women that's been in his community, and they left, and how he over there sexually terrorizing them and doing all the other stupid shit he doing. This is not what this is about. This is not the King Noble Black Power Hour whatsoever. If you don't know who he is, boy, you are in a blessed position. Don't even go look him up. But he's a pure virus and something to stay away from. All right, boom, I got that off my chest. I appreciate it. Go on over to Coach Kyer, or you can go over to Hustle University Books because you got to have some hustle in this game too. I said 80% business. If you don't know what business y'all need to be doing, you need to be reading Dollars Want Me right off the gate. So go over to hustleuniversitybooks.com, put your name and your email address in. i got a free gift for you right there. Also, if you want to get the copy of my copy of Gender Harmonics, my own personal notes, then go to Coach Kyrie and put leave a note for Coach and just put Gender Harmonics. All right, peace. i got to bring in a pro right now. When I say sister-wise, the pros and cons, I want to bring in somebody who is doing it, you know what I'm saying, and I've been doing it well. This brother, uh, we have this, we have one of the same tantra teachers. You know, we got a lot of same. He's my partner in rhyme, and definitely my partner in dime, because he's also about legacy building. You know, and himself, he's in a relationship with more than one woman, and his wife knows it. And you know, sometimes he got to go through things, but it's a learning experience. I want y'all to put y'all hands together for my friend and yours. Hey, man, I appreciate and love you so much, man. Thank you for even taking time out your busy schedule to come on over here to the Coach K Radio tonight. Oh, but, well, you know, when I saw what you were talking about, I had to come in, brother. It was It was a necessity. I'm gonna let you. But first, I'm gonna, I want you to give me some feedback on what you heard tonight thus far from myself, the sister who called in. Then I want you to go on in and add on, you know, add some champagne to everybody's campaign from where you see. But I want to hear from an from an older brother. You know what I'm saying? You heard how little brother was kicking it at the beginning of the show. What's your feelings? Whether you disagree or agree, or you know how you feel about some of the things you heard tonight. Brother, only thing that I disagree with you on is only one thing, and it's personal, and it's only one. I agree with you on the money. I, be, I agree with you on the truth-telling. The only thing I didn't agree with you on is once you go to relationships, it's hard to go back to monogamy. That's the only thing. It's hard to say, oh, I can be a monogamous and I can be Polly Hammer. I know it's right. I know that. Hey, like I said, look, I'm still single. I haven't been in what yeah. I would call 
a successful uh, uh, relationship. So I'm listening to your uh, wisdom right now on that. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do it. I'm listening. I'm listening. Hey, yeah. Once you do it, once you got them lined up and you're getting all that love, I mean, brother, when you're getting that love and nurturing and support from more than one woman, man, it feels like you're walking on clouds, man. It feels like you're walking on water. And when you know that Tatra, and you know that Tatra, and you got communication skills, and you know how to make money, brother, they just look at you like I'm with God. Because, like you, brothers like me, it's just not a lot of brothers out there like that. So when we hook up with women, and we get them together because of our freedom and peace, and we're not dictators, and we're not trying to create slaves, man, they feel so, they are just ecstatic, full of joy, inspired. Man, look, man, my, my women manifesting so much, man. My my wife driving a 19, two, 2013 Volkswagen. My, my, my other woman driving a 2006 BMW SUV. This shit is happening on my watch, man. It, man they so I mean they just they just using getting younger. They're having orgasms. They're satisfied. Communication. I'm inspiring them. I do it for them because they give it right back with the devotion. Dream come true. You know. Boy, that's what I'm talking about right there. I mean, like. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, I can go in. I can go in on just just that little bit you gave me right there. Like you oh, being yeah. a provider. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then and then it ain't even. And see, see, as you know, brother, it ain't even about the money at this point. They both making more money than me. It ain't about the money. It's about <laughs> that I have I have the wisdom, right? I know how to make money, so I know how to help their money grow, but. I just get to do my thing because it ain't about I ta- it ain't about polygamy where I take care of you. We take care of each other, right. right? So it becomes a balance because they can deal with who they want to deal with. I don't give a fuck <laughs> because <laughs> when it comes down to it, guess who got the tantra deck? Yeah. Guess who they dreaming about? Guess who they thinking about? Guess who they getting wet over when they in another town? Me. I know who I am. I ain't even tripping off that. Please, if I ain't around you, please take care of your business. It, it don't even matter. Because I know when you get, when I get with you, I know what's going to happen. You are full. Hmm. You know? It's because I'm not so- only giving you in the, I'm not only giving it to you in the bedroom. I'm giving it to you outside of the bedroom. You know, in fact, I train you how to find brothers like me. Wow. You know, I train you how to have a harem, a male harem. I train you how to do that. You know, I want to see you happy. I I want to see you happy. I, I made a statement. I made a statement earlier, and I want you to speak on this when I said happy wife, happy kingdom. Can you have a happy well, wife and a happy kingdom if you are a insecure man worrying about what she doing? No, brother. 
brother, you just said it, man. Look, happy wife, orgasmic wife, happy kingdom. Mm. This is what happens, man. This is what happens when you're not trying to control a woman when she can, she's free to do what she wants. Man, she gets so sexy, man. It's like you have a girlfriend. She always on point to dress because she's, she's being adored by men. So she always, when she step out, she's stepping out looking good. You know, keep it sexy. Keep it feminine. Mm. Keep it right. Always coming home with a smile on her face. Mm. The girlfriend the same the same way, always happy, always enthusiastic, always feminine, always dressed to the max, always got their sexy on. I get now, all that, been, man. That look, that look, it's been some times because we've seen you on Facebook posting maybe a few months ago or last year or somewhere, you know, you there were some rough spots. Talk to us about yeah. when you were in a sister wife uh situation and you hit a rough patch, you know, and and, and one of the women, because everybody now think, oh, ain't no way, ain't no way. So I want you just to be transparent and say, yeah, sometimes that there may be a rough patch, but how does one, how does Dwayne Mooney come through? How should a brother proceed so he can come through a situation like that and be able to work through those rough patches scientifically? Well, you know, Scientifically, you know, it's all a reflection, brother. You know that. It's like their pain or what they're going through is a reflection of me. And the one thing I learned about women, you know, dealing with more than one, you know, that competition happens. And then the wife gets jealous. And then the girlfriend gets jealous. Then the girlfriend gets jealous, you know, off the wife. And then, then when you cool that out, you think it's all cool. You're trying to bring somebody else into the, the picture. The wife is cool, but now the girlfriend trips. <laughs> okay, because she thinks she's going to be replaced, so she's going through the same shit that the wife went through, and the wife is loving it because you get to see the girlfriend go through what she went through when she had to deal with the girlfriend. <laughs> right? So, so it becomes, and what a man has to do, I, I just got to be real, a man got to stand his ground because we cannot get caught up into their emotion because they don't know. They're trying to figure it out, too. So you have to be real. You have to show compassion. But at the same time, you can't be tripping of what they think when you know it's right. And it's communication, 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 communication. And you got to constantly romance them, and you got to constantly, you know, NLP, you know the skills. you got to constantly program them for their best interests. Because all you're doing, because they look at society and they look at, they talk to their sisters, their cousins, their mamas who don't know nothing about this life. So they get confused. So you got to constantly program them into the truth, into the truth, into the truth of how we live and what lifestyle we're doing. And they, they realize how good it is and how great they feel and how, look, how they get to do anything they want to do. I don't ask them for their money, and I ain't pimping them. I ain't trying to get money from them. Do your thing. Get your money. Do what you do. Just put it in the pot. Put some in the pot. So they live in their life, and they're enjoying themselves, and they got it so good because they know they got a man that's in their corner. Now let's talk about that pot. Here we go. Now this is why I love the part. I haven't got to this yet, but in a situation where I said you don't have people who are gathered together, when you gather together, 
in Abundance name, not in Lack's name, then it grows faster. I give the example. I say, well, if, if we take 10 boats out there to the ocean and fill them up with shrimp and come back into the harbor, is the ocean going to be lack of shrimp? No, the ocean ain't going to be lack of shrimp. It's always producing more than we need. So when you see that you all came in and you organized a pot or a kitty, you know what I'm saying, where everybody got their own funds and you got the kitty in there, how do your women feel, you know what I'm saying, uh, about putting money in the pot or the kitty? You know, are, are they hesitant or are they happy? You know, how is that working out and how did you even get to that stage? Well, they don't have a problem with that because of the type of person I am. They know whatever goes in the kitty, I'm going to turn over. So it's a different mentality. They can't wait. You understand what I'm saying? Please, how much money are we going to make? You know, they're like that. They're excited about putting money into the kitty. So that's why I said, men, you know, when you really want to do this right, brothers like you, you got to give them something to do. Uh, and, and, And it's not like... It's like right now, my wife and I. Guess what we're doing? I done programmed her so so hard. She thinks it's her idea. We go. I got her going to real estate school. Whoa. Okay. So and I told her, I said, all you got to do is go to the school, so you become a real estate agent. I'll bring you the deal. Okay. So oh oh thank you. Okay, baby. Okay. So she's all excited about doing her thing, going to real estate school, doing her part. I tell, and I tell her, this is what we're going to do. I said, we're going to go down. We're going to get your license before that because you don't have to wait till then. We're going down to uh, downtown to the, to the city hall. We're going to look at the paperwork. We're going to find out where the foreclosures are. We're going to find out where the inexpensive property are. We're going to we're going to find we're going to get uh, we're going to get uh, hard money lenders. We're going to start working this real estate thing now. Oh, she's so excited. She, she's in orgas- She's in orgasmic bliss. Because I'm giving her all different ways how we can deal with real estate, you know. And she's one of those type of women that will do the work, you know, the paperwork, the research. That's what she's good at, and so she's loving it. And that's how you start working with your partners. That's why I was so glad when you talked about that money, man. That's how you work with your partners, and it becomes, you know, the boardroom is just as good as the bedroom. The bedroom is just as good as the boardroom. I got my, my, my girlfriend working one of my businesses, the eBay one. You know, you in it. You in it. You, you know what I'm talking you know, about. She working it. You know how we do. You know how we and do. She, if anybody's listening right now, you want to get some of this money, like you're talking about that eBay business, go to moneymakingmamas.info. Because you, you, you hear how he's talking about his girlfriend, and she wouldn't be in it if she wasn't making no money. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm not talking exactly. about money. You got money exactly. to go with money. So she knows exactly. from the gate, get over there and let's get this paper. Like, that's me too. Like, yes, I mean, and that's one of the things too that I admire about you that I use. I, that's a technique I got from you. Have some money-making opportunities when a woman comes around from the gate. That's right. And, then, and like that's you said, right. stand your ground when she gets emotional and you have to not, fall into that and let her know, look, what do we come for? That's why in my household I say it's God first. You need to be loving That's God right. more than you love me because I love God more than I love you. Now you and nobody should be ahead of the creator because I'm a spiritual-based spiritual brother. 
then I love you, that's right. and then we're going to get this damn money because God wants that's us right. to be rich. And if you ain't with well, that program. Brother, what you understand, man, that I, you, you, I see your Facebook, man. I told you one of the brothers is just like, you like a cousin. Because, you know, there's very few brothers that think like us. I mean, we, we conscious and black men, and, and we can be street, but we can go, you know, all the way from the hood to the, to the, to the castle. See, we're international, we're universal, but we know who we are. We're about making money. We're about our women. See, a lot of brothers, they can't, they, they're not as diverse as that. So when I mm. talk to brothers like you, I'm like, oh, man, it's just so few out there. It's like we really, we're the brothers, we're the new black man. We control our lives. Women love us. They can't help it because we appreciate them just for being them. So when you talk about having a system where they can make money and, and, and going back to the eBay thing, now my girlfriend, she buys and sells on, she buys stuff online, so she loves it. I got her daughter doing it. Okay, so now train your daughter to do it. Now you you helping her with the homework, but you you showing her how to do an opportunity too. Her daughter is twelve years old, so it continues, man. You know, and we got to understand these money systems that we know is gonna be here that work, where you where you get educated on, like your Empower Network, where you get educated on, and you can do something. You know, I got these women investing. I got them doing stuff that they never thought they would be doing. Okay. And so what the so it makes them look at me, and all I'm doing is being a man, man. You know, in, in 2014, no excuses, no victim. Looking at what I can do, you know, uh, God be listening to have them listening to Reverend Ike in the middle of the night. Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? You know Reverend Ike. I see him on your you know. Facebook. I be pulling up from you a lot. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You know, that's the little Richard of the prosperity movement. You know, Reverend Ike. Absolutely, so, absolutely. So, so getting getting them focused and getting them in tuned, getting their help together, eating right, man. Man, my girlfriend and wife looking so good is crazy. Now hold on for a minute, Dwayne. I have a hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on, I got a young. We we uh, you you know, I have also another guest. I want to hear what Sandy feels about, because earlier today she said the same thing about, it's a shortage, where the brother's at? I want to ask Sandy, Sandy, how do you feel now about some of the things that you're hearing uh, Brother Mooney talk about right now? Like I said before, I know it'll work, but the dynamic is finding or attracting those men that have that open mind that's willing to engage in sisters like me to make it work. We're out here. Where are you? Uh, 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 uh. She said it. She said it. You heard it. She said it right there. She said they're out here. Uh, boy, 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 boy. Mona, you on fire. Hold on for a second. I got the, uh, I got, I got two more people that's, trying to, uh, that's on my line. I know I got some more heat on here. Let me try to get them in before this thing gets out of here. Call it from the... Uh, Call it from the three three six two. I mean three three six three two eight. No, no, that's you. Three three six three nine one. Brother Asar and Queen Nandi out of Greensboro, North Carolina. How y'all doing? And welcome to Coach A tonight. How you doing? How you doing? 
What's going on, big brother Peace? How you feeling tonight? Uh, How you enjoying yourself? Everybody's okay now. They're sitting up here, man. We heard this about this topic and just wanted to just check it out, see, you know, what was being said about it, you know. Because for a long okay. time, I mean, we, we've always been open to this type of you know, relationship. And it, the, the truth being said, it was actually my wife's idea, you know what I'm saying? But she grew up in a household where there were a lot of Muslims. You know, at the family reunion, there were a lot of sister wives who actually come to the family reunion. But the problem, you know, we haven't just found the right person, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just like a lot of sisters say they're open to different things, but when they meet my wife or whatever, they seem to kind of shy away or they would rather me sneak around than be honest sometimes. I, I, I run into that situation a lot where sisters say they want you to be honest, but then when you do, they really can't handle it. And I, guess, I guess it's a lot of because of a lot of upbringing and programming. You know, a lot of us we're still fighting against that Willie Lynch trying to, you know, get ourselves, get our mind totally back to our own self, you know what I'm saying? And that was been dictated to us, you know? So, you know, just, I just give, give thanks for this conversation and give thanks for the work that you're doing. And, I mean, and I'm learning from y'all brothers, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking notes, you know? Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, big brother. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm taking notes, you know? You know, I'm, I'm just got some things that I'm trying to put in the work to offer. You know, a sister who comes here, you know, some 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 ideas that we're trying to get forward that it just would be much easier to do with, with with some help. You know, like we have four kids and it's just a lot. I work, you know, my wife stays at home and there's just a lot of things that we would like to do that we we just seem to can't do. And we was even trying to just do it with a person who would just like want to, you know, just do some cooperative work together. But it seems like it would be better with somebody who have they self-invested. You know what I'm saying? Like this is part of your family too. So you'll be more willing to invest more yourself. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just somebody on the outside. So we're just going to work together this partnership. It, it, it doesn't seem like it attracts people to the point where they want to really invest themselves. You know what I'm saying? because everybody's so concerned with me, me, me. So I'm trying to figure out, well, we're going to make this you, too. We're going to make it so much you, we're going to make this one family thing, you know? I, I, I got the answer for it. I got the answer for it. I'm, I'm See, see when, you, when, you, when you listen to brothers like uh, me and Coach Kair, this is the way I handle it. You know, for one thing, I, I know, you know, Coach Carrie and I, we're, we we know how to work Facebook. I mean, when I'm when I'm on Facebook, all I'm doing is creating a world for people to creating a brand where they come to me. Hmm. So I make it so entertaining, so fun, so pros- prosperous, so healing so rejuvenating that I get so many inboxes of women wanting to be in the harem. Wow. Because that see that's the key. Where it, it's not boring, it don't look like work. It looks like man, they come here, they are gonna be rejuvenated and reborn. Well I'm so, trying to, I'm fucking up that self confidence. <laughs> exactly. That's the attitude you have to share when they get with me. You know, when they get with what I'm doing, they get to be a part of the team. 
it's like, let's go. I, I have to yeah. turn people down, man. I've got to turn hmm. women down. Uh, I've got to turn women wow. down. Because truly, with me, it's, it's not about sex. It's it's about working together. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's about yeah. teamwork. You know what I'm saying? And building. I, yeah. I work for myself. I ain't, I ain't had a job. I mean, I haven't had my 10 jobs, but I haven't had a regular job. I've been working for myself for the last, what, 12, 13 years in New Orleans, and I started my business again here in uh, North Carolina and once to Salem, you know, and that's I, I just been the way I was raised. All of the men in my family had trades, you know. On, on, on the weekends, whoever showed up to get me that morning, that's who I had to go to work with. <laughs> you exactly. Know, I don't know how to go looking for a gig. I know how to create something, but it yeah. just was never instilled in me as a kid about going to look for a job. The key is to make it not look like work because right. women, they want right. to know, they want, like anybody, we're in 2014, everybody want to know what's in it for me. Me, right. What's right. in it for me. Right, right. So when you make right. it look like it ain't work, it's learning and educating and empowering you, right. man, they run to it. They run to it. Right. So, so we have to give up some of those old ideas and start shifting that 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 consciousness where mm-hmm. this whole world, this whole universe is a playground. Wow, so that's one of the Exactly. And he's so we get, right. Because it's about the mental stimulation that we look for first. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. men need to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please, please speak on that for a second, Sandy. I want her to speak on that as far okay. as the importance of leadership. Because y'all saying the same thing earlier. You were telling me about when a woman sees the leadership, and Mooney just gave it out. He says, if you provide the leadership, because a woman ain't looking for no weak-ass man. She's looking for a man with some damn sense and some leadership. So can you talk about that, Sandy, the importance of leadership to women and uh, what women will do once they see quality leadership. Right. Right. Exactly. When we look, when actually when we talk to or engage with a man, we're looking for key words. We're looking for a man that can be articulate, a man that has his own what we call swag and be confident within himself. That's more attractive than, you know, the sexual part of it. Right, so right. when that guy is able to be who he is on a daily basis, no matter where he is, then that's the ticket. Okay. Okay. That's, that's good to know. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not confident at all. I could be more confident, and I think that would – that that I guess that would spill over to that energy that a woman will be attracted to. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, maybe I should put it out there in a different type of way. You know, and I get, I can't say that I've been really actively searching hard because really I've been hoping that the I want the sister to probably want her to pick the sister. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that she would meet the sister. But I can't say that we've been in a lot of um, situations where we would be dealing with like-minded people. So, like I said, Facebook is a is, is a tool that I should utilize 
to try to do that more aggressively. Well, that's what this forum is all about. It's bringing people that are like-minded together so that now there's the book. It's open. And and then I'll tell you the truth. I have run into some people who I thought were like-minded people, and they have been conscious people, but they have they, they, they dress the African walk, they do everything African, but when it comes down to that thing, bam, it stops. Okay, my turn. Now let me get in. Let me get in right here. Let me get in. So y'all, yeah. let me get in right here, Mooney. You know what I'm getting ready to say. Let me because I can say this and not get in no trouble. You know what I'm saying? But them fake ass conscious ass niggas, fake ass clown bodies, and and dashiki wearing liars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need to go get a damn job and a perm and a fade. That's what you need to do. You need to cut your beard off and stop wasting people's time. Them were some of the main people that I was talking about. They're hiding out. They, they liars and they closet Christians. They closet Christians huh. and they hiding out and they want to wreck everybody else's happiness. See, they they like mm-hmm. being miserable and so they bring it over here. But we're not going to tolerate it. On Coach K, we got too many strategies. Like on my bookshelf right now, just in a row, I'm looking at the art of wealth laid up beside the nine insights for a happy and successful life, right beside the jewel in the lotus and the book What to Consume, beside the Hustle Ten Commandments, also beside my practical astrology book. You see what I'm saying? So then people who talk about what they don't, you, this is the one thing too. Don't try to make it. Don't try to make it too African. Don't try to make it that's too right. African because that's yeah, that's when you get Because a lot of people who talking about they want to do Africanism, they got Africanism associated with poverty and swinging from trees with bones in their nose. They not got African associated with billionaires. You see what I'm saying? You go to Nigeria, the capital of Nigeria, looking for somebody who got a bone in their nose. You're going to get fucked up. They're driving Lexuses and BMWs and Bentleys over there. There's billionaires in Nigeria. There's billionaires in Ghana. These people are displaced, bro. And like Moni said earlier, there's something in you that's causing you to attract them lack-ass people. So you got to get it out of you first. You got to make sure that you ain't got no lack inside of you. Then, like the sister said, make sure you are articulate. Make sure that your leadership skills are on point, and then move forward. And it's gonna, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen for you. Trust me. You know, just saying, just it's the key. What he's saying is so wonderful. You, you really got to understand that. It's about you. It's it's really you want to magnetize. You want to get the type of women that you want. You have to understand what you want, and you got to walk around with that energy and that power. And you mm-hmm. got to you got to reflect it. Where they just come up to you. See, it's all of our vibration, man. If you're kidding, right. if that's what you really right. want, the women right. will seek you. Right. Literally, they will seek you. You ain't got to chase. Brothers like us don't have to chase. They come right. to <laughs> you. You put it out there, out in the universe. Yeah, put them in work. Yeah. You put it out in Facebook. You put it out in your conversation. I mean, you can sit down and talk to a woman, man. Right. I'll talk to a woman. I know uh, within five minutes she is into me. 
And if she's not, I don't waste my time. We ain't going out. We ain't doing nothing. I know when she says, oh, I want your number. Oh, yeah, I want to get with you. I When she tells me, I ain't got to ask her. She's telling me. I know. But when she's quiet and I'm sitting up there, got to, you know, when she's right in my face when I'm chasing her. You know, I'm asking her questions. I'm trying to get her to do stuff. And she just, like, you know, like I'm just some old typical motherfucker. I'm like, I, 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 we, the conversation turns into something else. Mm-hmm. We just talk about something else because she's not, we're intellectually talking. We're, we're, we're going somewhere else with the conversation. But right. I, I understand where the, where the conversation is going because I mentioned what I'm doing quick and what I'm about quick. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have time to play. We we on a mission, man. I don't have right. time to be trying to flirt with you. I'm like, this is what I'm about. I'm into this. You know, uh, I'm happy. I'm my wife is happy. I got a girlfriend. I'm looking for this. We we talking quick about what I'm doing. Cause right. I, 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 I'm 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 auditioning. You hear me? I'm interviewing. I'm not just looking at you for something. I'm saying, what you what do you do? And what are you into? True. And what are you about? You know, I got some questions. Respect. Thank you very much for for what you're doing. Thank you, brothers, for schooling me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't I, I ain't too proud to listen to that and grow. <laughs> I, I know that's right. I know that's right. Appreciate it, big brother. Let me get on to the next well, call. Well, let me let say hi to the queen. Right? Was she running away? She she running away. Well, give thanks. All right, big brother. Give thanks. Peace. 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 Boy, that was a drop, boy. You dropped one right there. I got to get my primo callers, but I definitely want to emphasize what the brother just said. Ain't no need to chase when you know who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And how uh, when one thing I like about, and I noticed what you just said is you are protecting your ship. And I know that's something that uh, Sister Sandy and all the other women can really respect is if the man is intelligent and a leader, she knows he ain't gonna bring no dumb chick into the into the whole into the whole thing. He ain't gonna bring nobody in there who's gonna rock the boat. What man would do something crazy like that? If I got one wife, why would I bring somebody in there who just wanna be competitive and she just interested in me on a sexual level and she ain't trying to get none of this money or she ain't trying to grow spiritually. She don't wanna meditate, she don't wanna do magic, she ain't interested in rituals and all she wanna do is have sex. You better kick rocks. You better you going you can't interfere with my you know what I'm saying with my woman or my women who is about that. And to me, that's all about the loyalty of the man. The loyalty mm-hmm. to the integrity of what is set up for his own personal community and his own personal government that's in the house. A woman that shows up, that that's a jewel I just got from you. You said, Man, I get at him quick, tell him what I'm about and keep it moving because your family is dependent upon because you're supposed to be the gate checker. The woman ain't really want to be the gate checker no way, does she, Brother Moaning? That's right. You just said it. It's, it's like, why? We ain't got time. This shit is moving too fast, man. You have too many women that are out there that are looking for something that's real. Why, why, do, I have to, why do I have to play games? Mm. You know, I, I, I know my word. I know my word. I got women. I ain't thirsty. What, 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 um, what, what, I, I'm getting pussy. What, 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 I know my word. I'm making money. What, what I need you for? What, what you about? What you hold on, hold on, on. Sandy, what you need? Hold, hold, hold on, Moni, hold on. Sandy, were you getting ready to say something? 
I just said absolutely. I agree with him 100% when he said that he's not thirsty. He's not out there just scanning. When he sees, he, what I'm getting from him is he can, like, use his energy and tune in into a woman and says maybe that's her. That's the one. So my question to you, brother, is, I'm in Indiana. We don't have that dynamic too much here. Yeah. What What do you suggest for me here in Indiana? Well, because I do what I want. From a woman's perspective, what I would do is uh, send me your photos and uh, <laughs> on a serious level. What I would do is be the kind of woman that a man like me, a man like Coach Kyer is looking for. And what I mean by that is you're positioning yourself in that sexy, about your business, about your health, about that energy, and he'll come. Now, he may not be in town, because I don't know about Indiana, but I'm sure they're everywhere somewhere. But that doesn't mean he won't be visiting and see you. So what you have to do is create it, and I, I want you to think this way, too. Think about developing your own private harem. Mm. What type, start thinking that. Think, okay, what type of man really do I want in my life? Because one man, my, my thing is one man can't be everything. And what you're going to do is, is while you dealing with men, some can be younger, some can be older, it depends. Some bring different things to the table. But start getting around and hanging and being around men more. And a lot of it may not even be sexual. Some may be. But start developing and think of your harem and what type of men do you want in your life. And you will find as you start being around them and you start giving them that energy, men will start wanting to come around you. Because just like, just like men, when men are with women, that's when women pay attention to me. The same with when women are with men. Men pay attention to you. So it's all up in what type of energy you're bringing, what type of happiness you're doing, and knowing that that man is out there. So you're excited every moment about meeting that man because you know you are drawing it to you. And when men see a energy, especially when they see a sister, I mean, when they see a sister that's smiling, that's nice, that's kind, that's feminine, do you know how exciting that is? That's like a fucking oxymoron in America. And you know, you know what? We... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I do understand totally what you're saying. And it's happening, but it's happening so fast. This is This is the thing. I can leave my house, drive down the street, and not even get out of my car. And it's it's happening. And to engage in it and to totally understand it is where I am. Yeah. Because that's where I go back. 
that leadership, that part of the man that's confident and that says, okay, this is where it is, this is where it's going to be, and this is how we're going to get there. Boom. Well, let's work well, it out. Well, that's the reverse. That's the reverse. Check this out and check this out because you know I, I train women. I sit up here and talk to them and actually show them how to train men to be leaders. Okay. You have okay. To, men. You, it ain't a lot of. I just gotta. It gotta be real. It ain't a lot of Coach Guyers. It ain't a lot of Dwayne Moniz. You, and you're I absolutely right. <laughs> how to train, train men to be. Leaders. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I got it. And, and see, here I am. Now, see, this is me. I, I normally say from the West Coast, you know, game is to be sold, not told. But tonight, I'm just adding champagne to campaign. That's how I do it. You need this book called Finding Your Soulmate by Michael. It's got a one title on the front of it. It's got a green cover. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give away the juice of it. You have to start talking to your partner on the astral plane level. See, I'm 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 gonna make a female a, a spiritual gangster out here. You know, I'm gonna leave the little girls who don't who who don't believe that they can speak to their man in the spirit realm. Good, you don't need to be in no relationship like this because these are evolved relationships that we're talking about. But in this book, it talks about spending 15 minutes every night, sit up in your bed visualize the man or the men that you want and have a conversation with them every night. Every night. Just sit up and have a conversation with the type of man that you want and pretend that you're on a date. Pretend that you're having a conversation with him. How would you introduce yourself to a Dwayne Mooney or a Kair who stays in your town? How would you introduce yourself? Because if he's in that town, he can do what he want to do. So now how can you introduce yourself where he looks and says, oh, shit, in three minutes, she's the one. Are you ready? I tell people all the time, you got four hours to chop a tree down, you better spend three hours sharpening your axe. Also, I'm going to have to give you a small part about I, I don't agree, and you flawed in your strategy because women rule magic. And this is what a king does. A king come in and, correct your speech, but also give you the right thing to say. So don't say there ain't none around here because your magic will make that ritual come true. You say, I haven't done the things to smoke him out yet. Because then I tell you to write down at the beginning of the show, I say write down that women are magnetic and men are electricity. Yes. He didn't cut. What he got to come out for, is he supposed to come out and just be on the news or something and say, I'm, a, I'm, I'm over here? He looks up to you just like you look up to him. But you haven't even got mentally prepared for when he show up. Your body is yearning for him, yes. You need the companionship, yes. You see the advantages of him, yes. Well, link with him. But here's the big thing. A lot of women, they shoot themselves in the foot over. They put a face on him. They put a face on him and say, oh, well, he ain't this or he reminds me of so-and-so, and they get caught up on their own hang-ups. Have a conversation with Mr. Perfect in the ethers before you even meet him. So then when you do meet him, it's on. Because I know there's 20 of them in your town. You don't need 20 now. I swear I don't need 20 neither. You know, but two or three won't hurt you. Just like Dwayne said, 
get prepared for 20, though. Like me, I'm a martial artist. I'm always prepared to fight 10 men with knives and guns and chains and bat at all times. So what happens when I get in a fight with just one of them? His ass is done. So you need to be prepared. Like the brother said, ain't nothing wrong with you preparing for a male harem because now when that one man get there, you just land it on him. And don't think that the next one is the one forever, the be all, end all. You don't know because you, you don't know what your relationship credit score is. Your relationship credit score may be 450. You don't get to go on one date and get an 800. It don't work like that. So do the things that are going to be habitual that are going to allow you to have what you want. Now i got to make an announcement. Everybody that's on the line, if you listen in the chat room, you've got to call in because we got four minutes before we stop streaming live. And I, I don't want you all to miss the after party because i got about three more guests on here who are going to come on here. i got another brother, another one of my professional brothers on here who is married, wife is fine, the brother's successful. And he's just coming into the um, – uh, uh, open relationships and find another wife, and I want to hear his plight and what he has to say about it. So you better dial in 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. If you're in the chat room, three minutes is going to cut off. So somebody put the number in the chat, and then you better come on. And then after this show, I'm going over to Mr. Make It Happen Radio and talk about women who are unsexually fulfilled because these two shows go together. These two shows go together. It's a lot of women. Oh, man, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to wait till you get over there. But call in. you got three minutes, and i got to get to the next caller. So hold on, everybody. Just be cool. Let me uh, get to the next caller. Caller from, um, call from the 678-668. Your microphone is wide open. Hello? Yes. Uh, can I get your name, please? Where are you calling yeah. from? Yeah, my name is Zeph. I'm calling from Atlanta. How you doing? All right, you said this is Zap? Yes. Yes, All calling right. from Atlanta. How are you doing tonight? How you yeah, doing I'm, tonight? Thanks for calling in. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you a quick question right quick. Um, uh, as far as the whole uh, sister-wise things goes, you know, I talk with a lot of people that are either in that lifestyle or interested about it. And what I find to be common in these groups on Facebook or, or wherever, you know, a lot of the women are always talking about, well, the man should be rich in this situation. Like he should have, like, I don't know, basketball money or some rapper's money in order to even be a part of that type of a lifestyle. You know, what do you think about that? What do you got to say can about I, that? Can I be honest? Can I be upfront and frank and honest and blunt? Yes. Those sisters got pipe dreams. See, they lazy. They lazy. So for me, I love when I listen to them because I know exactly. I, I mean, I ain't calling them names, but I know them, I'm in the same groups. And all they want is they don't want to do no work. They don't want to do no work. They really just want to lay on their back. You see what I'm saying? They're not, to, to me, they're not even on the level of, um, well, they they caught up in the television, man. And for me, I don't even pay them no attention because they don't want to do no work. If I already came in with basketball money. Yeah. 
Hello, you there? And you need me for, and you need me to do something for you on that level, then, hello, can you hear me? Yes, I'm listening. Okay. If you need, if, if you need me to come in, if you need me to come in with my basketball money, what are you bringing to the table? You see what I'm saying? I got basketball money because I already got a successful woman with me. So if you ain't going to do nothing but just lay on your back, I don't need you. So I appreciate those women who, um, that's their attitude. Man, I'm so happy and grateful for those ladies. But they get nothing here. They don't get no conversation. I just step on by them because they ain't trying to build nothing. You know, like it's, it's two different types of gold diggers. It's a gold digger who want to dig alongside of you and help you stack and put some in the pot and put some in the kitty. And then it's the gold digger who wants you to get out there and bust your ass and she just dig in your pocket. She's she too caught up in the, um, she really is in a fantasy land because even her looking at iced tea and, and cocoa, cocoa is working just as hard as iced tea. Um, Kamora Lee was working just as hard as, um, just as hard as um, Russell Simmons. Beyonce got more money than Jay-Z. She's younger, she looked better, and she got more money to hold. So those women are delusional, brother. Pay them no attention. Pay them, look for the sister who has got something on her mind and who want to do some work with you. You see what I'm saying? Look for the woman who got an abundant mindset. That female who's just on Facebook mouthing off, she's probably also sexually frustrated and a high masturbator. And if you get with a woman who's been masturbating a lot, who ain't having regular sex, you get ready to get in a relationship with a woman who got a problem, Holmes. Because when you masturbate too much, they get that little tummy in the front because they're overstimulating the kidney meridian in the clitoris, and then they're around the front, and then they talk about being celibate. You ain't being celibate. What you want. So I tell them to go ahead and just miss me with that kind of conversation. And I just keep it moving. And I think that you should, too. But I fully know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I hope that answer helped you out some. How was that? Hello? Zap? Are you still there? Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm definitely glad that you told me that because I'm I'm really tired of hearing the same old crap from a lot of these. I don't think it's just uh, the poly relationships. I think it's the monogamy relationships too. It's a lot of women out here with that I guess Eurocentric thinking that uh, they don't have to bring nothing to a table. No, that's not Eurocentric. I I I can't put that on just Eurocentric. I can't. I, I know some of the most super. Head wrap, dread wearing, uh, Egyptian name having sisters who got the same who got the same attitude. So I, I swear I can't put that on uh, Euro. Laziness transcends cultures and races. That's just lazy. Right. She just wanna, you know, what I say she just wanna lay on the back and, and you know, and just you know on the come up. She wanna she wanna get pregnant by fifty. You know she wanna get pregnant by Dwayne Wade and know she's straight because she can get sixty thousand dollars a month on alimony. Well, hey, if that's how she if that's how she want to get down, then like I said, don't pay that no attention, man. Focus on what Zap want, because because if you focusing on that, 
you're missing the chick who's looking for you, who ready, who can, who could take you just by adding to your energy level. Y'all could be financially, you know, winning in six months. So don't get caught up in them. Don't get caught up in them distractions, man. A lot of them groups got a lot of distractions, you know, all the way around. But tonight, this show is about sister wives, and also sister wives are going to be saying, "I want to see my sister rich." I want to see my sister driving around where she want to drive in. I want to drive what I want to drive in. And every woman really want to see their man doing what he doing, How, however they contributing, whether it is um, spiritually, sexually, financially. A woman knows she got to have that reflection on her arm, too. So, you know, don't even, you know, those ladies who want shortcuts, man, don't pay that shit no attention. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, yeah. All right, big brother. I thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. Peace. All right, peace. Caller from the seven seven zero eight nine six. Miss Colleen, your microphone is wide open. Thanks for calling in to Coach K Radio tonight. How you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace to everybody on the line. Well, what's going on with you tonight? How you feeling about tonight's show? Man, I'm really loving this show because it hit on a lot of points that I've been just living in my my daily life, and you know, um, it really hit me with um, that leadership, and it made me reflect on like some relationships I've had in the past where um, I've been with brothers, especially typically one, my sons, my children, father, and um, I came to him with that idea of an open relationship. You know, I. I can lay it on the table. I said, look, things not going right in the house. You know, I know you're seeing someone. Um, let's go ahead and have this open relationship. You know, of course, he declined. He wasn't ready for that. But um, I looked at that and reflected on it while, during this conversation how um, he would come in the house for chaos and carry on, and um, I wasn't seeing nobody at the time. So I had made him a man. He said, I'm going to step out. I'm going to go get me somebody on the side. And when I did, it was just so much peace. I can't even remember, really recall, let's even arguing during that time. I had went and stepped out and got me a brother. But as it always is, kind of in my relationships, you know, brother kind of got control, don't want to see me more often than stepping out of boundaries as uh, to what we established and said, what we was going to do. Uh, when I laid off of him, then here come my uh, children's father with his chaos again, you know. And had it, and I looked at him one day, and I had told him, because I've always spoken to my man, I told him, I said, you know what, um, you really don't have no idea when I'm cheating on you, you know, so to say, because like you said, it's not no really cheating nobody. And I told him, he said, you really have no idea of what I'm doing, you know. I feel like, no, not at all. And I stepped into that relationship, right, because I like a, a guy with some hustle, you know, some beat about him. Okay, yeah, I like that, you know, that's a turn on for me. So here I am. I give you the torch, and you you run around in circles. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I do with that? And I keep running across these brothers, or uh, it seems like I'm attracting them. And I'm like, okay, is it me? So I got to reflect on me. Like, what am I sending? What kind of vibes, energy am I sending out? You know, like I give these brothers the leaders. They come, you know, to, to say, okay. Look, you do this. I got you. You do this. You come to me with this. Come to me like that, you know. And I get them the torch, and they, like, either run around in circles with it. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like. Your picker, your picker is off. What you got to do is you got to fix, you got to fix your picker. Like, you're not, you don't got to, 
you're not uh, you giving them unqualified you giving the unqualified the torch. Just because you give me the torch don't mean I'm qualified. You understand? Make sure you yeah. got to qualify. Like for me, can't nobody come into my business like the business that I have online for uh, making money on eBay. Male or female, I don't want you in my business if you ain't if I don't qualify you first. That means are you coachable, teachable, and duplicatable? In a relationship, before you give somebody the torch, you need to say, are you a monk? Are you a leader? Are you a soldier? And are you a negotiator? And do you know what a king's job is? If he don't know them five things, then what you giving him the torch for? Now, mostly, you say, well, I gave him, I wanted some peace, and I got me a piece. Well, okay, so you got two out of the five. But what do you think was going to happen when you're going two for five? If you're only going two for five, then it's going to be temporary. So what you need to do is step your game up and understand what is the role of the queen? What is the role of the visionary? What is the role of the follower? What is the role of the nurturer? And what is the role of the lover? See, it's more than just one role in the household for the female. You can't just be one thing no more. There's four aspects. That's why I said y'all need to get that gender harmonics from me. Go to CoachKaiya.com. Go to Leave a Note for Coach and discover new techniques. So you did the same technique that everybody's been doing for the last 50 or 60 years. And as you just let us know, it, it don't work. Now, I don't believe in the word cheat. You want to, you know what I'm saying, you just went and did something because that man don't own you just because you had some babies by him. So you need to change your mindset. Change your mindset that you're not a piece of property. And you, you keep the torch, even though the man can be the leader, but you still leading your life. If y'all going into the family and you saying, I'm going to give you the torch, but you never, you never got rid of or released your baby father. So, you, so there was some, there was some you know, uh, parts of your strategy that was incomplete as well because there was never, what, what you mean you gave him a torch? You didn't give him a torch. You gave him a lighter. And he tried to light a torch because he wanted to be number one, but you didn't have no room for a real number one to come in. Because you wasn't really ready to go all the way. You told your baby father you were ready to go all the way. He said no, and then you gave up the idea, so you said, I'm going to go tit for tat. Never go tit for tat with a man. Men, never go tit for tat with a female. Win with yin. Write that down. W-I-N with Yin, W-I-N, win, W-I-N, with Y-I-N. Put that on Facebook. Put it on Twitter. Put it on Instagram. Make sure you put Coach K behind it. I told you. You can't win trying to match up and do what men do. You are a superior individual. You are a water component. Have you ever seen uh, fire, fire beat water in your whole life? No. But look. Brother, look, okay. Now, when I said it like that, um, let me get this straight. Let me get this clear. I told him, I said, look, you know, we had, I'm open. I'm always honest with myself first off. So I told him, I said, um, I told him. I said, I'm I'm about to find me something else. I told him, I said, "Um," because the thing was, I guess, in that little certain situation, um, I don't hold on to nothing. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't holding on to you. You free to come just as you you free to go just as you free to you you can. I can't hold on to you now, man. I don't own you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said I don't believe in that word cheating and none of that either. Okay, we do what we do. We're here to get these experience and move on. Okay. And I opened, uh, like I said, I opened that up to have an open relationship. Then after a while, you know, I, said, I told him, I said, you know, I'm going to see me somebody else, whether you like it or not or whatever. And it went like that. I wasn't going to for tat with him on that, but that's what I was feeling I wanted to do. Because yeah, I what, yeah, but what did you go back and tell him for you don't know when I'm cheating? That's talking too much. What did you go back and even no, say that for? No, because the conversation that had came up was, um, he was nadding, you know, nitpicking at me. And at that time, like I said, I broke away from the brother I was dealing with just on account of how it was developing between us, and that's not what we had. I'm a person where I'm going to come to the table like this is what it's going to be. It's going to be outline red. I'm going to read it to you. You can call it warning label, guidelines, or whatever. It is what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. We're going to have this conversation, and that's going to be that. And if it develop and go anything further, we need to sit down and talk about that process too. Like if, if, if it's going to work, if it's not going to work, we ain't going to be able to do it. So when I did that, and like I said, I, I laid back and I was being at home more and relaxed, and he would come to me with that dad and the ticket, and his conversation had came up on that. Like um, I can't really go in detail of what he said, so, and that's what made me reply and say that you have no idea. Did you ever visualize that the one was nitpicking? Have you ever sat there and just meditated on him being the man that you want him to be? Have you ever sat there and just visualized him coming correct for more than a month? I mean, like every day, sit down for 20 minutes and just visualize without saying a word that he's going to come correct and in the way that you want have you ever have you tried that yet? Yes, I've tried that. I've tried that. I do that. I do the things that you were saying. I sit down every night, every day, and I had this to me. So my hold, love hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So why isn't it working? There's something. There's a reason why it's not working. So you, I, I, so, hey, if you can so, help me so, out there, brother, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I try to figure. Out, you know, you always do that self-assessment. Is to me, what am I doing? Hold what on, am I hold, doing? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have do you have a coach? No, I don't. So you're trying to do it by yourself, and you ain't gonna win. You ain't gonna make it to the Hall of Fame by yourself. <laughs> Plain and simple. You ain't gonna make it to the Hall of. And secondly, when you come down, you really identified all the leader roles in the relationship. That's not your responsibility to come and lay it down and say it's gonna be like this. It's gonna be like that. You need to visualize a man coming to you telling you it's going to be like this, it's going to be like that, because right now you don't have that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I visualize that. That's no, 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 no. Listen, 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 but you quit. <laughs> you quit. So I don't want to hear about I did it and then I quit, because that's what you're telling me now. You quit. So I, I can't do nothing with you. Keep doing it until it works. You did it, got frustrated, and stopped. So I can't help you. You have to keep doing it until it works. Just like, I told you, it's like a credit score. You can't have a 450 credit score and do something for a week or a month and think that you're going to have a 700 credit score. Well, look, brother, you, I'm like everybody else. So some, days, some days it'd be on, some days it'd be off. No, like, ah. no, 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 you're not like that. Then you have to be like somebody else then. Instead of being like everybody else, you need to be like somebody else. Okay. Try All that. Right. 
Try that. Not and right. I would I would say you're gonna need quit sinning too. Quit leaning on your own understanding and get you a coach. It ain't got to be me. Get you a female. Get you somebody. Get you somebody who know what they're doing. But right now, trying to do it like you're doing it and winging it, that ain't gonna. That's all, 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 all you're gonna do is keep stressing yourself out and running back around in the circle, just like that man was when you gave him that cigarette lighter. <laughs> but I do appreciate, and I'm gonna be having more calls like this one for you to listen. So you need to not only visualize the man, but visualize the sister. If you're interested in being in a sister-wife type of relationship. And listen in, because I got some other people getting ready to call in, listening to some of the things that we're going to vibe on tonight as well. So let me get to my next caller, okay? I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Where's my It's Awesome Baby? Hold on, because that was awesome. Where my sounds at? This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby. Sandy, look what you done started, Sandy. Now I gotta. Now we're going in. My next call is six, six, seven, eight. Now I got me a leader on the line right here. This somebody coming in, coming from that household. I, I definitely want to hear what he got to say. This is from a uh, uh, caller from the six seven eight six one three. Your microphone is wide open. It's awesome, baby. What's up, man? And then to a big brother Banks, how you feeling tonight? Feeling, man. I'm chilling. How you doing? Man, I'm blessed by the best and too sexy to be stressed. Just over here chilling on the south side of Atlanta, relaxing and maxing. Yo, was that a uh, Mooney I heard on the line earlier? Yeah, man. But you know how when we be dropping it, the um, the call he got kicked off like right, like with 30 seconds left, so he couldn't, so he couldn't call back in. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah. What's going on, well, he, man? I'm hearing yeah. a lot of stuff. Hey, man. hey, well, tonight we've just been talking about this aspect of, you know, sister wives and um, how I feel about it, um, strategies for successful um, sister wives. And I know that you have a very engaging and intelligent group for uh, Polly something on Facebook, and I mean, really, as a matter of fact, at this time right now, because I'm in like about, I'm in too many groups. That's why I posted the other day. If you're in more than ten groups on Facebook, you are dot dot dot. So, but your group right now is they they they're not the wildest. They wild, but they are intelligent because y'all really mix it in, have fun, and have some intelligent conversation concerning the topic of. Polygamy, polyandry, polygamous, uh, you know, and sister wives. So I want to know your take. You know what I'm saying? Let people know. You know, I know you're married. You know, are you not looking for a sister wife? Are you dating? Are you open to it? You know what I'm saying? And then, what's your position or how you feel about sister wives in general? I mean, the thing about it is, I'm pretty much open to sort of whatever comes my way because I have a base relationship where I can talk to my partner about everything. So, I mean, I think the one mistake that people make when they think about having more than one is, well, number one, you've got to know yourself really well. You've got to know exactly what it is you want. And one of the common mistakes I think people make is that they think that they want X and Y and Z, but they really don't know themselves. They don't know their weaknesses. They don't know their weak spots. They don't know their strengths. They don't know what they really, what they really want. 
And the advantage of being married for a while is that will beat it into you if you're listening to what's going on in your relationship and you're really honest, you know. And so for me, the only way that I could really get to a stage where I could even think about doing this, and I think this is a lesson for any man, any woman that wants to date a man that is open and that sort of thing is, you know, find a man that really knows himself, number one. Find a man that is able to actually have an established relationship with one woman. Let me start with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's awesome, why, why, baby! Why, why are women trying to play food? <laughs> why, why are women trying to date dudes that have not demonstrated that they can even have a relationship with one woman? Let them off. I see you bucking off tonight. Hey, this <laughs> the hey. I can't believe I went a whole show. Well, because I ain't supposed to know everything. That's why I'm that's why I'm humble. The brother come in there and made a, a, a very valid point. Why would you come in and pick somebody who has not even expressed and shown he can do something in one relationship? Now, this is the question that Spirit told me to ask you as you were talking. When you said, well, you know, I'm kind of open to whatever, but you don't, I mean, do you have four or five sister wives? No, man, I mean, really the reality is for me is that I'm a man that also knows himself. So I'm saying with all not only does the woman have to know themselves, but the men have to know themselves as well. And so I know I'm not the type of like being juggled like, you know, five or six women, a woman here, a woman there. What I would get out of it is a relationship with my wife. I have a good relationship, and that relationship allows me to have relationships with, with others. But, I mean, it's like Spider-Man said, you know, with, or Spider-Man's uncle, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm. Just because you have the ability to date as many people as you can, like a wise man won't go bananas, you know what I'm saying? You know, he will think about what fits with his life, with his work, relationships, and he'll try to find a situation that, that works. So I have a feeling that, well, I, I think I know what I want, you know, but I have to be a little bit more careful because I have a lot to lose, you know what I'm saying? I have a great relationship. So, you know, why am I going to screw up an already good thing by going bananas and just getting with everybody that Okay, here's, here's my next lead-up question. I, I definitely set you up for this alley-oop off the backboard right here. What's, what's, what's some of your top two deal-breakers that you've seen in the time the time that you've been um, the time that you've been willing to be in an open relationship? You know, what are some of the deal-breakers for a woman that you're like, oh, no, you ain't ready to come and meet my wife. What's, what's some of the deal breakers? Because, you know, you ain't no ugly brother, and, and, and you got, you know, choices from, you know, you, you, you do a lot of traveling, and you still haven't brought in another sister wife. So what are some of the deal breakers for you where you're saying, oh, nah, I, I ain't, no, not you? How do you disqualify a woman? I mean, really a lot depends on the thing about it is there's not a certain type of a woman, I don't think. I just think that, like, if you really get with a man that's able to handle his own relationship and another relationship, that's a complicated man. You know what I'm saying? And if he's good and he's not screwing up and he's honest, he's, he's going to be a lot. So the woman that gets with a guy like that is going to have to be – well, first of all, any woman that's focused on any one thing is out, right? So if her focus is all sex, she's out. 
If her focus is all money, she's out. If her focus is all herself, she's out. You know, a, a well-rounded woman that is able to juggle a lot of aspects of things and want a lot of different things is very, is very important. So I'm not saying there are not a lot of women that are like that out there. There are, there are a lot. But what people tend to project is if I'm, you know, I'm a woman and I'm free and I want sex, I want as much sex as I can get. I'm like, well, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm thinking, like, a year down the road. Like, what, what would we be doing a year down the road? Like, sex may still be cool and shit, but is that really all there is? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so a woman that's well-rounded, and if you're, only, if you're only talking to me about one thing and that's all you seem to be about when it comes to this, then that's not going to be something that I'm, I'm really attracted to. Mm, and, so I mean, yeah. And I mean, the other deal breaker, too, is you've got a complicated dynamic when you have multiple people liking everybody. Does everybody get along? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you going to be with my wife? Are you going to be jealous of that? And, you know, how are you going to handle other men that you may deal with? And, and even basic questions like if you are a woman that is single, for example, and you're dating a man that is in a committed relationship, what do you really want? Do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? And you'd be surprised how many women cannot answer that question of what they actually want. Whoa. Whoa. You know what I mean? Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying a deal breaker is if you come in and say, what do you really want, and she can't answer it, it's a wrap. Uh, it's not an immediate wrap, but you need to be able to think <laughs> about it and, uh, you know, come up with something quick. <laughs> You said it's not an immediate rap, but she better come up with something soon, you know. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, people don't even have to – the thing about it is people that really can be successful in this long term, you know what I'm saying, not just like, you know, I, I dated this guy and he treated me bad and a bunch of stuff happened and it was crazy and they tend to have, like, a new relationship every two months, you know. You know, those type of people don't think about what – if I'm still talking to this person, what would I want that to look like next year? Like, they, they, they're not even thinking about that, you know what I'm saying? And it's surprising for me because, you know, I'm, I'm married, you know, I have kids. Like, I've got to be thinking about what I'm doing next year in my own household just with my individual wife, you know what I'm saying? So if I introduce you, you the X factor, into a volatile situation, I need you to know certain things. But here's the key is that if you're able to sort of know yourself and know what you want and you are open engaging in something like this it can really be rewarding. You know what I'm saying? It can really be cool. And it can really be something that's very positive. Okay, here's a, here's a, here's a big question. Tonight we talked about leadership for a long time. Uh, how important is it that your woman or the, or the X Factor or the new woman or the potential sister wife, how important is it to you that she be open to your leadership. It's, it's, you know what the thing about it is? I think that, and we talk about this a lot in our groups about different types of people. Are you a, you know, an alpha man? Are you a beta man? Are you a man that's a leader? Are you a man that's a, a follower? And, and what I always tell people is a lot of what it means to be an alpha man and a leader has to do with, you know, physical strength or money or any of that stuff. Just, a man that knows what he's about is going to check something and oftentimes won't even have to say something to the other women. The women naturally sort of gravitate towards what he's 
doing naturally. So if he's an honest dude, he's honest about everything, and he says, you know what, look, I am meeting somebody, and that's the new person I'm interested in dating, and I'm confident enough to talk to you about it. And I'm confident enough to talk to you not only about who I'm talking to, but who you might be talking to, how that makes me jealous, how it doesn't make me jealous. You know, you got a man that knows, has to know himself. You know what I'm saying? And that's leadership, because if you're that way, the women that you come in contact will end up being that way naturally if the women are the type of women that really can pick up on that. Cool. We're, we're, we're good. And so 
And what that also means is not every man or not every woman is for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Not not every woman that I encounter that I have an attraction to am I going to be right for because I don't want to put her, I don't want to develop some relationship with a woman and what I know in my heart what she really wants is kids, and I am interfering with her ability to actually meet somebody else that she could have kids with. That's not what I want. That's not what I would want for anybody. That's a stand-up dude right there. That's a stand-up dude. It's awesome, baby! I said that earlier, too. Like, if I'm not the one, let me get out of this position because I know I hold a big space. You know what I'm saying? You and your family will be holding a big space in a woman's life, you know, in order for... Because to find... If there's a shortage of brothers who think like us, and then she's putting all this energy into you or me, and then you immediately want to have children then I don't think it would be fair. It's like you said, you know, so that's a, I just applaud you. I do applaud you on that for being a stand-up dude, for coming in. And I hope, I hope Zach is still listening because you said that you would come in and just lay it down. Like, look, I'm married. I don't mind dating, uh, but I'm not looking for no more children in the household. You know, if you got some, that's cool, but I'm not looking forward to making no more. Maybe we can do something you know, for the family if it comes together, but uh, you ain't looking to have no more. So I definitely can appreciate that. That was that that was on point. Thank you. And the hits just keep on coming. <laughs> I know you got too much, a lot of other callers, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I definitely wanted to dial in. All right, big brother. I look forward to it. Also, um, I know you got a big event coming up um, in two weekends that you and your wife just – well, just knew good and well I was going to be in Las Vegas on the weekend. Y'all picked that day. So, you know. Because, I, because, man, you'll be there in spirit. We'll, we'll make sure we shout you out. <laughs> but if you had been here, it would be great. <laughs> Say what? If you had been here, it would have been great. Oh, man. I mean, I was just, trust me, you, uh, in the feed, I was just like, when I asked what the date was, I had my fingers crossed. I was like, please don't say the 20. Please don't say the 20 seconds. So um, can, is, is there a, a website or if somebody wanted to get in contact with you or a way if they wanted to be a part of that, or is it an invitation only uh, being in the group um, that the yeah. only way they participate? Yeah, it's definitely sort of an invitation only and be in the group. But what I will say is if people want to email me and talk to me about being in the group, they can learn maybe more about it. But we try to keep the group really, really tight because we really do talk about good things. But my name is Carlton Banks, G-A-R-L-T-O-N, Banks, E-A-N-X-S. And if people wanted to email me about the group, feel free to email me on Facebook. That's where I am on Facebook. That's right. That's right. I mean – no, don't hit me talking about Kyrie put me in the group because I'm going to tell you to go talk to Carlton. So if, uh, <laughs> if you're a friend of mine, you know, I'll, I'll I'll show you where he's at, but I'm not putting you in the group because I respect the integrity of the group. And like I said, it's a real intelligent group, and um, he's done some good things to build up trust among, you know, amongst the group and, and amongst the women. I think that's a, a critical thing as well for women to – feel feel um like they can trust men you know real leadership is is trust so um if y'all want to hear about this event i'm telling you it's a woo banger they got matchbooks and everything like i've been watching in the feed just like damn i better have well I, I'm, I'm gonna have a good time in vegas 
But, you know, like, it took me going to Vegas that I would not come to this event. But I would be there all day long. <laughs> I wasn't going to be we'll in town. We'll have something else. We'll get you down. Oh, for sure. For the, uh, uh, the month of June is wide open for me. Hint, hint. I hear you, man. All right, big brother. I appreciate you for calling in. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk. It's hey. awesome, baby. Caller from the 647-740. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello. I'm calling from Canada. Hi. What's your name? My name is Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Sorry. I I call. I'm just holding the phone for my sister because she had went to the bathroom. Um, let me just tell her that you are, she's <laughs> on the line. Hold on. Well, we got the sisters bringing the other sisters in. You see that, Sandy? You got one sister bringing the other sister and say, hold the phone for me. Make sure you listen. Don't go nowhere. Hi, Eric. This is a hello. Topic. It's much needed. Hello? Yes, hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? Um, am I online right now? Yes, you are. Who is this? This is Sackman. Oh, what's happening, Sackman? How you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. How you doing? I'm blessed by the best. What part of Canada are you in? Um, we in Toronto right now. Well, yeah, Toronto. It's awesome, baby. Thanks for calling mm-hmm. in. Thanks for calling in tonight. Well, yeah, and hold, um, and holding on. What do you think about the show so far tonight? I think the show is great. I mean, I I just love hearing all perspectives, and I mean, I really feel this is a beautiful way of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that I really, you know, admire and appreciate. You know that we can come to that understanding and the benefits of this type of lifestyle. You know. So well, I mean, yeah, the show is really good. I'm glad I I actually seen it on the group, and I said, you know what? Let me give it a call and you know, go on and, you know, whatnot, because it's about sister wives. So, I mean, the title itself just caught me. Absolutely. Uh, which group uh, are you representing tonight? Give a shout-out to the group that you saw the post in. Oh, <laughs> the Black Empowerment Polygamy Group. <laughs> word, word, word. I like that. I like that. So um, are you currently in a uh, – Sister wife situation or an um, open relating situation, or what's your particular status? If you want to share with us, you don't have to share, but I'm just asking. Oh, no, I'm not in one currently, but um, I definitely am looking, you know, and that's what my question comes to. And that's what my question comes to, you know. Um, that's why I really want to know who, like, should really choose. The other mate should it be the woman or should it be the man? Cause I heard earlier that you know it should be a little um, emotional for the woman, but I mean I have great taste in women. I know when I see a woman, I'm gonna see, hey, you know this is somebody I can compliment with. So I mean I don't know, like I'm hearing different stories. It, it should be the man, it should be the woman, but that's what I really want to ask. Like, what well, about that? In 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 my opinion, it's not gonna be set. You know, because if, um, like, who saw the person first? I mean, if we got great communication and we got great leadership, 
and we got great business sense going on, then to me, she's going to, she got to qualify. No matter who picked her, she got to qualify. So whether I picked her or whether you picked her, she got to qualify. So if, mm-hmm. if, if you say, boom, I got great taste, and I say, ooh, she's cute, and then she says, oh, I like both of y'all. This is all good, da-da-da-da-da. But she's not coachable, or she can't follow instructions, and she ain't down for, and she ain't down with leadership, or she lazy, or she got drama. Then she disqualified herself. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be like, nah, boo. You know, <laughs> she gonna disturb my peace. You know what I'm saying? So I mm-hmm. mean, I I think I think both partners should have the power of veto. I don't think that oh, no. woman, I, don't, I don't think the woman should choose. And then the man got to be like, oh, well, I got to do this because the woman chose. And I don't think that the um, the man should be able to choose. And the woman says, oh yeah, because for for sure, especially on the second one, because if the if, if there's some cattiness going on between the women, when I introduce the second one to the first person who was already there, then that's that's definitely not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, and plus. When you're looking at a relationship that's got to the point that can open up and be able to accept another um, person in there and even be able to talk about that, you're going to have less chance of cattiness in the relationship because that woman is advanced. She knows why she's picking someone or why she's open to someone else coming into um, coming into the relationship, you know what I mean? Yes. Because we're not talking about I mean, an average. We're not even talking about an average woman. An average woman can't do this. You got to be, you got to be a um, a Wonder Woman or a superstar or something like that. No, I I, I totally understand because um, I find myself sometimes I would pick some or try to. When I see someone, I'm like, oh, you know, she got some ambition, she got some goals, you know, and and I'd be like, okay, maybe I could introduce them, you know, her mind from what she was focusing on or whatever she was just automatically shift, and she started thinking about just the physical, you know, she started like kind of not really contacting me or nothing like that, so then I'd just be like, okay, what was her mind from the get-go? So then, or sometimes I'll pick somebody who I'm thinking like, oh, so she's intellectually, we could converse and stuff like that. He wouldn't really like, you know, he'd be like, oh, man, she, I don't know. He wouldn't really feel something. Like, he would pick up on her energy quicker than I would. So that's why I said maybe I'm doing something wrong. So I don't know. That's why I said should, maybe I should just step off and let him, you know, go ahead and find someone he can compliment with. Because he'll automatically know they can compliment me anyways. Hey, what I, what I suggest is people need to get their skills set up while they're waiting on the proper relationship. If you got four hours to cut a tree down, spend three hours sharpening your axe. Like, that means get that gender harmonics that I'm offering. I'm going to do a workshop on gender harmonics where people can understand what are the four roles for the man, what are the four roles for the female. Because most people are sitting around thinking that it's, I only got one role. Well, which, which one of the four are you in? You know, and 
Do you even know what the other three are? You know, nobody's one-dimensional, you know, and you can't be, you know, just like Carlton came in and said earlier, you know, you can't just be a um, a one-shot wonder or something like that. You got to you gotta have dimensions and you got to be multifaceted. Kanye West says, don't marginalize me. So we have to have guidelines but not necessarily restrictions. You know, we got... We got um, we got immortal we got immortal uh, crimes that you can't commit. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, everything's loose. Look at what the champions of the Super Bowl did because they're very loose. They're loose and they're happy. So um, <laughs> big shouts out to Harmony Bliss. She says we're building an empire over here in this household. She has to be with the program. Like it's gonna be hard for you to bring a wife in. Okay, I'm going to say it like this. If you were a man already and y'all ain't got no program established, it's going to be tough for you to bring a woman in. If you're a woman and you want to join somebody, a relationship, and they ain't got no program, why would you get into it? They ain't organized. I, if I was a female, there's no way I'm joining somebody who is less organized than I am. I'm always, go back and play that Beyonce. <laughs> Let me upgrade you. I want to get into something where it's going to be an upgrade, not no downgrade or no struggle. No, we not we ain't we ain't doing that. So that's gonna be the mindset. If anything, I don't wanna say you're doing it wrong. You just may be doing too much of too much of something that's not helpful to you and you need to switch your energy over to doing more of what can get you what you want. So the first thing I would say is go to coachkayer.com, go to leave a note for coach. Put in, I want that gender harmonics notes so you can see something you ain't never seen before. Because if you ain't never been in that relationship, but it sounds good to you, then it's only an ideal with no L. You ain't really put no, you know, you ain't really put the work in. You got to you gotta really see it how how you want it. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta put the work in if you want to come into manifestation. But there are all that. Visualize, right? Well, visualize is one thing, but. Putting some work in is like putting your ass in and put you know what I'm saying, moving, doing something, going where places is at. Of course, just like we talked to Sandy earlier, visualize your own harem. Visualize you training the men. Visualize you talking to the ideal man. But also what actions are you taking? Are you interacting with men um uh like that? Because here's the thing about when you are open to being a sister wife, you're not desperate. But at the same time, you're not demanding either. You understand? You know your worth. You got that root going on. What's that? What's that? Proverbs 31 or Psalm 31 or whichever one it is about root, one of them P's, you got to know who you are. And when you start knowing your worth and knowing, you, knowing what you bring to the table and you got your skills set up, cats will start showing up with all types of stuff. I'm telling you, I know men. I know men. I know how they act. I, I'm, I'm learning women. I'm, I'm an expert. But these dudes, I'm telling you. So it just got you. Got to look at it from first off. Where are you? Are you already in a relationship with a man and you want to bring in another wife or another partner, or are you in? Are you single and you want to just start off with a relationship? Like Carlton said, you know, can you can you come into one relationship and? And and do that well first, you know, and communicate with that man. You single, 
You meet a single man, communicate with him that you open to that, but you ain't got to have it right now. Like people come to me and be talking about polygamous relationships. Am I open to it? Yes. Am I walking down the aisle with two women at the same time? Hell no. Hell no. Even realistic, it's, it's all going to start out monogamous with me. Whoever's in my cipher, that me and her going to be cultivating for 18 months, two or three years, something like that. I don't mind dating somebody, you know, like to keep it interesting, but to bring in another sister wife, I got to make sure that we got our own shit together first. And ain't going to be no... Now, at the same time, because me and you kicking it in a monogamous relationship, I'm not getting ready to close my eyes to all the other women out here in the world either. Now, that was my last relationship. She was like, oh, well, since you said that you can be monogamous, you still flirting with other women. You still got polyamorous ways. Let me explain something to you ladies who are listening. A real man loves all women. And if you think that you can just provide everything for that one man, you got it twisted. Because can't nobody provide everything for me but God, and you not God. So play your role, because I'm going to play my role. Like, I'm a nasty-ass cat, but I can't do miracles like the creator can. Some shit you may ask me, I'm going to be like, you need to go over there and pray. I told my last girlfriend, why don't you talk less and go do rituals more? That was my leadership. Don't come over here. If there's something I can handle, cool. But if you're coming over here, something about my behavior or shit like that, you got two choices, but your mouth is not one of them. You ain't going to fix me with your mouth. Why don't you go talk to the creator and see if you can get some help there? That's how I look at it. Women, you are more magical than men are. Stop trying to run your mouth and try to change me with what you're doing with your mouth and go over there and let your silence be your power. You ain't got to do all that talking. The more you talk, the less your magic is working. You all run the magical realm. That's why I believe in sister wives, because there's more magic in the house. But at the same time, uh, y'all just, I mean, it just got to be some changing of the mindsets. That's it. But I promise you, even with no training in rituals or magic at all, you can tap into it in a second if you believe that you can. Men are not as magical as you are. My magic is funky. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trained by one of the best. I'm cock diesel. But any woman coming to my life in 30 days got the potential to be more, be stronger than me if she was to, you know, follow along and, 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 and get some of the techniques that I have. But if you abandon the technique or if you abandon your own magic, then, then you ain't going to get what you want. And like I told a sister earlier, 30 days or 60 days or 90 days of doing something, and then you start whining and complaining, you don't deserve it. Because we got, like, a real spiritual woman would know that she has helpers and assistants. Nobody wants to work for somebody who whines and complains all the time. You know, nobody wants to work for somebody who wants to shortcut. So that's why I said I want a gold digger. A gold digger is somebody who is putting that work in. She don't mind putting that work in and bending over, putting her back into it. And not slaving for me, but putting some sweat equity into it, putting some skin in the game, coming out of her pocket too. You know, a lot of, especially like my man Zap said, women coming into the game and they just want a man who got a whole bunch of money, but she don't want to break herself on her own pockets. You crazy. 
You think I'm finna sit here and uh, I'm supposed to show you how much money I can spend on you and that's the criteria? Shit, kick rocks. That's just like saying, uh, how good is your tantra? I'm not one-dimensional. I'm not one-dimensional, and you can't come to me one-dimensional. So, you know, that's that's how I feel about it. So I hope that answer was helpful to you. Yes, thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, am I allowed to ask you one more question? Yes, you can. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess I fully... I fully um get what you're saying. Um, I feel like a lot of sometimes I don't know if a sub- submission a big part that's needed when you pursuing um a poly relationship. You don't have to pursue it once you once you submit. You using the magnet. Remember what I told you at the beginning of the show. Women are magnets. Electricity pursues, magnets attract. Magnets attract, mm. electricity pursues. You ain't no man. Stay in your lane. Get in your lane first. If you Right now, if you're talking about I'm pursuing something, then you out of your lane. Get in your lane and then stay in your lane and then drive the shit out of it. That's what you do. But right now, you chasing something, you're not in your lane. So, well, when I, let me clarify. I mean, I am married. I've been married for the last five years. But, I mean, when I mean pursuing, I mean like another sister. So you say I could really attract her with what I'm, like with my visuals or. Just desire her. Just desire it. Start desiring it. Start desiring it. And start desiring your man to, to be open to the ideal. Just get with the desire first. Everything's oh, he's open to it. Oh, well, then both of y'all get on the same page and you're good to go. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's awesome, baby. Calling from the 585-362. You're my last caller for the night. What's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Who's this? Hi, What's up, Hey, baby? Hey, look, I've just enjoyed the show tonight. I've learned so much about myself through listening, and there were, like, so many, like, aha moments. Like, if you could hear me, I was over here, like, screaming, waking up the whole house. So, yeah, like, tonight's show was awesome. She said it yeah. was awesome. She just wanted it's to. It's awesome, her. baby. <laughs> you, I, I haven't even heard nobody. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I'm so silly. But um, what I appreciated the most, well, I can't even say the most. This is what I'll say. I appreciated the fact when when the last gentleman, I don't recall what his name was, but when he talked about you have to be grounded within yourself. You have to know who you are and you have to know what you want before you even step into something like this. Because, and then you said before you actually do it, it's just an idea. And um, I've I kind of 
fell into a into a relationship like this, um, but it, it didn't work out. But at the same time, it taught me that I have the ability to love outside of what we've been programmed to to accept. I guess you can say. And so, my attitude now is why do it by yourself if you can build a team. So I just want to prepare myself to have the ideal team that will work for me and my children moving forward. That's it. There you go. There you go. If you look back, one of the things I'm going to suggest to you, because I kind of know some of the things you're studying, if you go back to um, one of Dr. Gibson's uh, blogs, he talks about the difference between the word Ideal, I-D-E-A, and ideal, I-D-E-A-L. And there's a difference between just having an ideal and no action behind it and then having an ideal and having passion and intent and intention, I mean, intention and intensity behind it, you know, and some, and, 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 and some physicalness. So um, if I find that, if I find that blog, I will um, inbox it to you or I'll post it on my page for the benefit of everybody can look at it. Can I keep it, like, all the way real and ask a question? Oh, for sure. Okay. Now, for the life of me, I can't understand why was I, okay, we had physicality behind it. I knew the other um, young lady. She knew who I was. Um, everything, you know, was cool until I posed this question because we all live in different areas. You know, I'm in New York. He lives here. She lives there. And eventually the goal was to obviously have a family unit all in one space. It's like perfect. But my question was, how is isn't it important that the women be on the same accord that before we move into the same space that she and I communicate that she and I get along because it's all good you know if he's there she's there and I'm here but isn't it important that we know that we can vibe with each other connect you know within the same space shouldn't women have conversations with each other or is it all, leaving that all up to the man? No, no, absolutely not. I'm, I ain't got but two minutes left in the show and I'm going to just uh, I'm going to just say that real quick. Absolutely no way possible if he doing that, he got some shit up his sleeve. You know what I'm saying? And um, at the same time you need to let him know that that is what is one of your desires because the man is supposed to provide for you. So, he, I mean, I'm not talking about do everything for you where you don't do shit, but I'm saying if you say and put a request in as a leader, mm-hmm. then it is up. he's supposed to carry that responsibility to say, you know, y'all are supposed to meet before, um, you know what I'm saying, if that's the, if, if that's the plan. But if he's not doing that, then maybe there's something that he's hiding or whatever. 
But don't go ape shit because you didn't see her. You know, let him learn. Or let him learn. If he don't want y'all to talk, and then he want to take a chance of just putting y'all in there, then go ahead. Let him. Let him go on in there. Then that's all good. He'll learn. So, sometimes men learn. Sometimes men learn the hard way. So now you. Now you know the next opportunity. Um, what you're going to. Um, how you're going to handle it. You know, or, you know, a, a different way for you to communicate your thoughts in the future as we move forward. Pow. Okay, because you know what I did. I ran, I exited stage left because that's what I do. And so I'm <laughs> I'm learning all the way around. So. Right. That but was I appreciate the... the show. Okay, that was, that was in the past. So don't worry about it. That's in the... Okay. You, but you ain't going to keep doing that. That's why we got this right here for you tonight. So thank you.